Hello everyone, and welcome to Leadership, the first secret arc of Undergrad, A Monster Hearts Tale. In our first secret arc, the Fantasy Fantasia podcast has partnered up with Toronto-based theatre collective Skipping Stones Theatre. For our fans who listen to our podcast program regularly, this arc will chronologically take place between episodes 11 and 12, though if you are joining us for the first time, there's no need to have any prior knowledge of the show. If you enjoy this secret arc, and our program in general, we invite you to share with your RPG-loving friends and family, subscribe on the podcast platform of your choice, and follow us on Facebook or Instagram at the Fantasy Fantasia Podcast. So, just to kind of meet everyone going in, let's kind of uh, do a little, you know, sound off and meet all of our new players. Hello, my name is Sean O'Brien. I will be playing the character Vice Principal Roderick Tanner, uh, whose skin is known as The Worm. Hello, my name is Kate MacArthur, uh, and I am playing the role of Marty McHoward, and I am the werewolf. Um, doesn't need too much explanation, but I'm really goal-oriented, I'm the captain of the softball team, uh, and I stayed back so that I could make sure that I could get a good scholarship because I had my whole hurt shoulder. I'm a big go-getter, uh, and... Uh, like to rebel and really stick it to the man. Hi, uh, my name is Brandon Knox. I'm playing Kenny Flowers, uh, and I am in the neighbor skin. Uh, he is a very reserved and uh, just a lovable goofball. <laughs> Let's go with that. <laughs> Next, we have another guest, Tammy. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, my character is Astrid, and Astrid's skin is the unicorn. Hey there, my name's Tristan Claxton. I am playing the Sasquatch skin, and my character's name is Walter. And let's check back in with our regular players, your Oakhurst staff and students. How's it going, everybody? My name is Avery Malosh, and I play as Kane Kaufman, who is the Infernal skin. My name is Carla Jemmy, and I play the Fae skin, and my character is Iris Greenwood. Hello, I'm Stephanie, and I play Evelyn Reed Wilson, and she is the witch skin. And I'm Kim Babb, and I play the vampire skin, and my character's name is Dr. Elizabeth Egan. Hey, everyone, it's uh, Zephyr. Uh, I'm playing the rip-rockin', radical, roarin' rocker, uh, Zach Wilder, playing the queen skin. And I'm Eric, and I'll be your MC. So there you have it, everyone, your 10-person cast for this three-part special episode collaboration. I invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the first Monster Hearts secret arc, Leadership. Our camera opens in the early morning inside a yellow school bus. We have a group filled with, uh, you know, teenagers from high school making their way to a new summer camp. The bus driver sits in the front and thinks to himself, Oh, God, fucking kids. They didn't pay me enough to wake three hours early. I had to wake up for this shit. He turns around and he looks in the back. And the our new players, why don't you let us know what he sees? Students of Lovecraft High, this is your bus. Okay, so uh, he sees, uh, I guess, a relatively small number of students from St. Lovecraft High. 
a bunch of uh, a bunch of victory lappers who uh, I guess just can't seem to find their way out of high school. The bus driver looks back in the mirror, and why don't you all just describe what he's seeing for okay. all the listeners at home? Well, uh, setting up at the front, kind of isolated from other students, uh, is a sort of hunched-over figure uh, in a big, baggy, sort of knitted sweater uh, with a combat jacket over top. Um, it's hard to make out a lot of features, as there seems to be a lot of hair everywhere hanging down over his eyes, kind of a big bushy beard, which is odd for a high schooler, but hey, there it is. Uh, and uh, corduroy pants. Um, he's very quiet, sitting isolated by himself, and all you can see is sort of looking through the hair is two gentle, soft eyes, and if one looks at him, you might think that underneath all the grime and grease is maybe a handsome face, but it's hard to tell. <laughs> At the very back of the bus, there is a very adventurous-looking uh, young lady wearing plaid, baseball cap, uh, baseball mitt in one hand, just kind of passing a softball to herself, looking out the window, super psyched, ready to take on uh, the super fun time leadership camp uh, d- day, really take advantage of this uh, day out in the wild. Hey, don't throw that softball too high. You'll mess up my windows. The bus driver yells back at you. Up at the front of the bus, um, you see a middle-aged man in a gray three-piece suit. He wears very broad-rimmed glasses, and he still um, retains much of his original jet black hair, but it is starting to make its way into gray. And he looks back at the student that was just throwing that softball and gives kind of a quiet glare. (laughs) The bus driver turns around and says, Hey, buddy, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. So uh, how long are you going to be at the shindig? As you start to pull into the long gravel and dirt driveway with a giant wooden sign that's kind of made out of a bunch of wood in it, just like those traditional summer camp signs that says super fun time leadership camp it's just for one day it always ends eventually well i'm gonna drop you off in the center and go find a quiet place to turn on my tunes and smoke cigarettes you enjoy yourself there buddy (laughs) oh i definitely won't uh around the middle of the bus uh, a small small boy uh sitting just looking out at the window uh wearing a nice sweater vest nice uh, shorts, and just just taking in the camp, not saying anything, just taking it in. And as you are driving by, you're seeing that the camp is mostly consisting of maple and birch and cedar trees, and they're all kind of scattered together in this very nice um, eclectic mix as you're driving by deep into the driveway, and you can kind of see the camp starting to open through the entrance there at the very end of the laneway. And last but not least. Yeah, so he doesn't recognize the child first. He recognizes the beautiful face of Keanu Reeves that is on the backpack that she is clutching to. <laughs> I, I love Keanu Reeves. Yes. <laughs> Yo, Bill and Ted are such an inspiration to me. As they are me. Thank you. That's a killer um, bag, Astrid. Thank you. Thank you so much, Marty. I appreciate that you recognize Keanu for his beauty. (laughs) Along with her beautiful uh, Keanu uh, backpack, 
Uh, she is wearing a mint green shirt, uh, some nude, uh, nude-looking uh, jean shorts, which she thought was a great idea when she stepped out of the house, but quickly regretted as it looks like she's wearing no pants. Oh no! Um, <laughs> she has glasses um, that are quite quite big for her face um and the strength of of her glasses is is needed her eyesight is pretty piss poor without them <laughs> and of course she uh, in her hair dons a scrunchie and as a backup like always not a fool has a scrunchie on her right wrist <laughs> So all the students of Lovecraft High, you see, uh, much like the photo that I sent you there, the long laneway opens up and you see that this ca- camp is bordering a very large lake and a bunch of paths kind of lead in and out and there's a rather large forest where you can kind of see that top right section there throughout and a bunch of fun log cabins and kind of scattered around very large camp and you get pulled up right to you do you see there in the front where that kind of large rectangle is after the path splits yes in in the photo there so that's where we're gonna end up so you get pulled in the bus driver stops and says all right let's go don't hold up move 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 up two three four five six seven But Astrid does turn around and makes eye contact with this beautiful bus driver of a man <laughs> just to thank him. Thank you so much for this moment that you have given me. I will never forget it. I will see you later in the afternoon. Marty bursts out of the uh, of the bus. Oh, yeah. We're going to get wild. Woo. <laughs> Take it down a notch or two there, Marty. I'm sorry. I'm just connecting with the wilderness, man. Rod uh, carefully exits, uh, careful not to scuff his shoes at all. Uh, and he is carrying a small oaken case. Buddy, you just let me know when you're all done. I'm going to be down the path there. And if I'm drunk, just shake me. You'll do well <laughs> not to be drinking. Uh, at least not two to three hours before we depart. Okay, so just a relaxed day drunk. That's that's no problem. Then he drives away. Uh, Walter taps on his shoulder and says, uh, Sorry, sir, I uh, didn't get off the bus yet. <laughs> uh, even from outside, everyone hears, What the hell? And the brakes slam on the bus, and you know all this dust is created in the air, and the bus door opens up, and you just hear this string of profanity. This bus driver is yelling at Walter as Walter lonely makes his way out of the bus. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, sorry. Steps off the bus and kind of scampers away. Every time. (laughs) And he shuts the door and he drives away. And, you know, that familiar burnt glue smell that bus uh, diesel has as you uh, he pulls down the driveway. And as he's driving down the path, he thinks to himself, oh, they couldn't pay me enough for this overtime crap. It's so hot and humid out here. And he finally gets to the very end of the path where he dropped you off and he puts the bus in park and he gets out and lights a cigarette and pulls out his six pack. And he sits on a lawn chair that he brought. After about his third beer, he hears a rustling in the forest behind him. Hello? Uh fucking squirrels takes another drag of a cigarette and he turns around and when he's expecting to see the highway he swears he's looking at a tree that wasn't there before and the tree smiles at him and his entire (laughs) world goes 
dark. Oh, man. We're hitchhiking home, everybody. (laughs) Welcome to the Super Fun Time Learn to Be a Leader Camp. So, our high school students of Lovecraft High, you are now outside the bus as it is just pulled away and out of sight. And you are looking at a large flagpole, and around the flagpole, there is a group of five people and in the middle, standing right next to the flagpole, is a very large, thin man in what looks like a, like a park ranger uh, gear with a whistle and a very large smile going, Well, hello! Come on down here, folks! <laughs> we, we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Walter cautiously steps towards the strange man. <laughs> Come on, don't be shy. I won't bite unless you want me to. Just kidding, I won't. That's weird. <laughs> okay. My name is Leader Ricky, and I am here to make sure that all of you have a delightful time. And here are your friends, and he shows you these five. So just very briefly, why don't you explain to them what uh, they see, so the people representing Oakhurst College. Iris runs up and just stands in front of them all and goes, hi, I'm Iris. And she's a young woman, uh, petite, light brown hair up in like a messy uh, bun on top of her head with flowers. And today she's sporting uh, forest green overalls with yellow polka dots on them. So um, Elizabeth Egan, uh, she ends up with this sort of mishmash of um, hiking boots, black fit jeans, what we call mom jeans now, but they have like, it's kind of cinched at the waist, but they're kind of baggy on her. And then she's wearing a red t-shirt. You know, she didn't really know what to wear. So for everyone representing Lovecraft High, the moment you see this very tall, elegant woman with a bunch of mismatched clothing, even her her non-coordinated clothing is not enough to disguise the fact that she is beyond what you would consider attractive. And in that moment, she gets a string on all of you when she just sees (laughs) that you all are low-key at least at one point, being like, ooh, offing her up a side eye. She gets two, she's caught my eye. Walter's jaw is just on the floor. (laughs) What a babe. Meanwhile, I think I see Iris and I just say, Lord help you in your 30s. (laughs) Did she hear that? Uh, I think I mutter it just loud enough to be audible. Iris, like, her eyes go big and she just kind of turns around to the others and then looks back at him and then just kind of shrinks behind Egan. <laughs> so with that, Tanner, uh, VP Tanner, you now have two strings on Iris. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so Evelyn is kind of hanging back uh, near Egan also. She's got long, red, wavy hair and she is wearing a white tank with a uh, plaid shirt over top of it, and she's just wearing a pair of black sneakers. Zach goes up to the group and says, Yo, sup? Whoa, cool. That back is excellent, dude. Uh, and he's um, he's wearing uh, like a plaid shirt. He's ripped the arms totally off of them, and uh, he's got <laughs> acid wash jeans. He's wearing uh, his old beat-up guitar case, and it's not usually the one that he usually wears. So you see a guy who hasn't come up to the group yet because you see him swatting at these mosquitoes near his legs. Um, But what he looks like, um, he wears these black aviators that he never takes off. And he has uh, straight, dark brown hair. And he has a black leather jacket with a white t-shirt underneath. Uh, He wears a silver pendant necklace that has a pentagram on it. 
and then these black leather boots as well. And you just see this guy, like, kind of in his own world for a moment, just being like, How are they only finding the cuts? God, ah! oh, I, uh, uh, Hello, everyone. Uh, my, my name is Kane. So Kane walks over to the group to join the rest, and you can hear his leather squeaking against his body a little bit from his sweat. <laughs> Dude, that's why I didn't wear leather today, man. Like, you gotta really picture... Oh, Iris man. goes up and goes, It's fine, Kane. You look really attractive, as always. Thanks, Iris. Z- Zach, right? <laughs> yeah. Name's Zach. You, What's up? You study at the university, right? Yeah. Uh, begrudging you, but uh, but I'm at the U, but... You graduated yeah. high school. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did graduate high school. Small wonders. <laughs> Zach kind of scratches his hair for a second, confused. Oh my god, he's racking him up. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Ricky goes, well, now that I see you're all friends, welcome everyone to the super fun time Learn to Be the Leader Day Camp. And we're just in time for flagpole. <laughs> all right, uh, let's go. And he snaps and you see that there is a groundskeeper who kind of a very, very old man who is like running as fast as he can, huffing and puffing the whole way. And he gets to the flagpole and, and really, really slowly, he, he pulls up the flag all the way. And uh, Ricky goes, all right, Mr. Groundskeeper, sing the camp song. And he goes, I can't, I can't remember the song. Well, okay, good job. And Ricky like rushes him off and pushes him away. Okay, <laughs> well, Lord. that's flagpole, everyone. Great time. Is everyone feeling in the camp spirit? I know I am. So remember, today your job is, and he points to the Oakhurst group and he says, your job is to get a partner of these underachievers here. And he points to <laughs> the people of Lovecraft Eye and he goes, they haven't been able to graduate high school and are all 18 because they had to stay <laughs> a whole other year. <laughs> so your job is to make them better people. <laughs> and he smiles. And he stares at the Lovecraft sign. He goes, and your job is to make sure that you arise to the mantle of leadership. <laughs> By the end of this, you're going to look at that last year that you spent time not being a productive member of society and go, boy, was I wrong. And then you'll be leaders. Got it? Got it. Walter kicks a rock at his feet. (laughs) Your confidence in me is very overwhelming right now, and I thank you for that moment. (laughs) Marty's just chewing her gum. She's like, yeah, man, I'm here for it. I'm ready. I'm going to show you what a leader I am. He's going to make eye contact with you, Marty, and he goes, well, this place has a habit of bringing out the best or the worst in you. Okay. Well, that's fucking ominous. You have no idea, buddy. <laughs> good, good one, sir. <laughs> oh my God. Who, who, who said that? There, I, I think he can see you behind the other people. I, I, I'm pretty much just behind uh, the BP Tanner over here, just sort of hiding. Like <laughs> <laughs> he pops behind Tanner and goes, "Boom! Hey, <laughs> there you are." <laughs> good, good one. We're gonna make our leader out of you. Remember, mantle of leadership. Mantle of leadership. I like you. Okay, who wants to know their partners? I do, I do, he says to himself. And he pulls out a piece of paper out of his little uh, 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 pocket there on his front. He has many pockets on his front. (laughs) And he opens it up and goes, ahem. The camp has randomly selected, he puts in quotation marks, (laughs) everyone's partners, okay? So Tanner, V, 
V, VP Tanner. Oh, where are you? I'm just kidding. I can see you. There you are. You look old. I got you. Okay. And you're <laughs> going to be in the chaperone squad. So Tanner and Elizabeth Egan. Where are you, doctor? I'm just kidding. I see you there. Okay. So you two will be making sure that no one kills each other. <laughs> that hasn't happened in a while. Anyways, Astrid. Where's Astrid? Uh, right. I'm... I am behold right here. I am behold. <laughs> okay, Miss Fancy Backpack. Love that, by the way. So much fun. Great. Me too. Thank you. You're going to be with Zach. Ooh. Oh, dude, I get Bill and Ted? Fuck yeah. And I would just like to say, Zach, I am feeling so happy right now. Because you sound exactly like Keanu. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that's a lot of pressure, man. Maybe just step back, like, a little bit. You're, like, okay. kind of up in my grill. I am so sorry. I will step back. Okay. Yep. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Now All you're right. a little too far, okay. but you know what? Okay. So, oh, 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 okay. Perfect. Okay. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Out loud, Kane just says, sheesh. <laughs> you're getting along already. This is amazing. Okay, Marty. Where are you, Marty? And Kane. Right here. All right. Hello, Marty. Kane, good to meet you. How you doing? Could be better. Um, yeah. Cool baseball mitt. Thanks. I can, uh, ready to catch them. Catch whatever you throw at me, you know? <laughs> yeah. And he kind of just puts his hand on the back of his neck. He's clearly <laughs> feeling very awkward right now. Leather. Good choice. <laughs> yeah. Leather mitt. We have that in common. <laughs> and he looks to his feet like, what the fuck? <laughs> Okay, the leather squad. Ooh, that's weird. Okay. <laughs> we are the leather squad. <laughs> I can get behind that. The next partners are going to be Walter and Evelyn. Oh, boy, Walter, where are you? Uh, I'm standing right in front of them and I'm kind of waving. <laughs> um, Evelyn just walks up to Walter and puts her hand up for a handshake and says, Hi, nice to meet you. So, Walter, what happened in game is leader Ricky flicked down his paper and just catches your eyeballs staring at him. <laughs> uh, uh, Walter uh, goes to shake her hand but catches his foot on a rock and kind of stumbles and bumps into you and goes, whoa, whoa, Walter. <laughs> um, yeah, she kind of like braces her arms on and helps study him. She's like, oh, okay, um, yeah, nice to meet you. Uh, nice to, well, Walter, you meet. Okay. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> They're gonna be best friends. And he's super smiling. He goes, and last but not least, Kenny and Iris, where are you? I'm oh. here. I'm here. I'm here. And then she runs up to Kenny and just gives him a big hug. And she's like, hi, I'm Iris. It's so nice to meet you, Kenny. My face turns so red. <laughs> it is now a cherry. It <laughs> she doesn't see you because she's hugging you still. <laughs> uh, thank you. I, I really like your flowers and polka dots. Oh my gosh, Kenny, we're going to be best friends? Uh, uh, yes. Are you okay? I Kenny? hope so. It's going to be great. <laughs> okay. Well, now that we've met all of our best friends, I have a very special announcement. We will be ending today with, and he does like a drum roll to himself, a talent show! Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Yay! I heard one yay, so I'm going with that. That's the whole group. Yay, okay. Is this a competitive talent show? And he turns to you and goes, why, yes, little one, it absolutely is. 
here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna give everyone a score. And if you get a 10, then you get a reward. And if you don't get a 10, well, you don't have to worry about that because none of you are gonna not get 10s, right? Challenge accepted. Hey, I love the spirit. Look at this. And he, he goes to give you a high five. Um, And I give him a high five with like my, my baseball mitt, just like, thump. Uh, pardon me, are the chaperones excused from the talent show? <laughs> no! <laughs> How can you lead by example if you're not leading by example? Uh, but but our, our task is to teach! Mantle of leadership! Mantle of leadership! I think we've already adequately demonstrated our talent yes, for uh, keeping these... Uh, these young people from uh, from harming each other or doing un- other untoward things towards one another. Yeah, but how about some like real talents, Mr. Old Dude? Do you have like any of those? Cause like I managed to pass high school, but like what can you do besides pass high school? Huh? You all done there, lad. <laughs> Boy, I've never seen a more happy group of friends here. And he smiles. And he says, so, remember, at the very end of the day, you're going to have to do a talent show in front of everyone, and it will be competitive. So, make sure that it's really good. What's going to be is just before we hit lunch, because it's still really fucking early to have lunch, <laughs> we are gonna, we're going to do a little breakout groups. So, you're going to get to go and meet with your partners and talk and decide what you want to do for your talent show. So everyone, now you can break into your groups and go, go ahead, go, 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 go figure it out. Come on, come on. And he's like shooing you all away as uh, you all go in different directions. And you hear on the PA system on the camp, the PA system kind of does like a bing, bing. You hear, good morning campers of super fun time. Learn to be a leader, take camp. Activity one begins now. So, as you all break into your separate groups, we're going to start to follow separate groups. So, let's start with Marty and Kane. (laughs) (laughs) So, right now, it looks like you have most of the camp to kind of just waltz around on. So, is there a certain direction that you would both like to go? I want to see the horses. There's horses here? Sorry, we were given, like, no information about this at all. (laughs) Oh, I've only heard stories of this place, man. So many fucking stories of this place. Let's go. Let's go check out those horses, okay? Kane just kind of looks to Iris, like walking <laughs> away. I think he looks back to Marty. He's like, oh, "Okay, horses sound fine." I can hear them. Now, who's actually? Don't you hear it? <laughs> yeah, that's them. They actually answer back. See, they're here. <laughs> <laughs> so as you head over to the horse pen, which you can see is just up the street, and Marty, you you also just saw the horses yeah. on your way in, so you know exactly where they are. So as you head over to the horses, you see that there are three horses in this like relatively large patch of fenced-in area, uh, currently just grazing right now. Oh, nice. You know, this is going to sound really mm-hmm. weird, but I've actually never seen a horse in person before. That's sad. So what did you do to, <laughs> to, to, to score this deal? Extra credit, are you making um, up for something? Sucking up to someone? Because you clearly do not look like you are, uh, you've never seen a horse. What are you doing here? <laughs> as, the, as the sweat just beads down his face from all the leather he's wearing. He uncomfortably shifts and two Sorry, squeaks. Sorry, am I putting too much pressure on you, making you sweat or? Uh... You know, I'm having a really hard time figuring out who's supposed to be the leader here. Is it, is it you or is it well, me? <laughs> the thing is, you seem cool. Okay, like you seem like oh. maybe, maybe I can trust you. Glad I'm glad you feel that way. That that's great. Um, 
but no, I'm just like I'm just a first year student at the at the college, and I'm, I'm in film, but film. I, I don't really know a whole lot about film, and uh, all right, but learning, learning, great. So that's that's cool, great. So I'm gonna let you in on something. I oh uh, God, okay. So you asked, who is the leader here? Um, and I didn't come here to become a leader. I came here to become a legend. Oh. Okay. How do you plan on doing that? I don't know. I need your help. How long have you been here? Were you here before us this morning? Yeah, about, for about uh, 20 minutes, okay. just kind of <laughs> standing around. So I've heard stories of this place. And, uh, okay. You know, at uh, Lovecraft High, the, uh, in, the, in, the, in the bathroom... There are these stories that are written in of all of the pranks that have been done at this camp, all of the like wicked awesome things that people have managed to pull off while they're here. And I've got some ideas, but since I'd never been here, I couldn't really scout out, I couldn't really plan, I don't really know what to do, but I want to pull off the most intense prank humanly possible, and you seem like someone who doesn't really give a shit, so I think you might be into this. What do you think? I am... I am definitely a follower. I am. Uh, I am down. <laughs> but I think with this prank, we need to choose our victim. Now I'm feeling either Ricky or or what's your teacher's name? He gave me really weird vibes. Mr. Rod. Mr. Mr. Rod. Yeah. He, Mr. Uh, body shaming Rod. He body shamed you. Kane is actually like shocked. He told me I have hairy arms for a girl. What is that even supposed to mean? We're mammals. If it wasn't supposed to grow there, why would it be there? <laughs> Man. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, Rod, what do you think? Take him down. No consequence for you. Hell yeah. He already hates me. Oh. Okay. I'm gonna make him pay for that. Why don't we uh why don't we leave the horses? This has been great, by the way, you know, looking at these, but uh why don't I'm gonna go take a look around and see what we could stir up for this. Into it. All right, lead the way. Uh so as you make your way, is there a specific place that you want to head towards, either of you? Hmm. I want to check out what the zipline thing is about. Hell yeah. Okay, so you head over to the lake there. There's that that, that, that little tiny body of water with uh, with the zipline. And, and, and you can see it already. It's a, it's a full-out rope, uh, ropes course there. So there are uh, high ropes and low ropes kind of attached oh. throughout the trees for you to walk on and do cool shit like that. Cool. So as you head over to the high ropes course, that's going to bring us to Astrid and Zach. So Astrid and Zach, which direction do you uh, head towards? Zach turns to Astrid and says, uh, Hey, dude, uh, I'm just gonna go for, like, a quick snow, uh, smoke break, if that's cool. Um, I am so thankful that you asked me, um, if that was okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you believe that you can smoke, I say smoke. <laughs> <laughs> As Astrid's talking, he's already lit up his joint and is just going to town on it. The, the the woods in question, let's say in the map there, do you, that uh, that kind of circle of woods at the very bottom center, right in front of the dock. So let's say that you kind okay. of head, head into those woods there. Yo, there's like, there's some cool stuff. There, there's like a boat. I mean, like, what do you like, man? Um, today, I like whatever you like. I feel super confident in your decisions. I believe in your decisions. Okay. Um, I'd feel a lot more confident in my decisions if you didn't feel like you were choking back a tear at all times. <laughs> but, uh, hey, what do you say? Let's go steal a boat. Oh, uh, you know, yeah, 
<sighs> yes. Let us borrow a boat. A boat ride feels like the right thing to do at this moment. Hell yeah, dude. Let's fucking go. Yes. Let us go. By the go. way, uh, you want a hit or two? It's cool if you do or, or if you don't. Oh, like, more for me, you know? No. No. You know what? Um, this is all you. I believe that you can finish this smoke. Well, you know what? You put your trust in the right place. <laughs> He's just going to give one big fucking inhale. All right, let's go steal a boat. <laughs> so as you head over, it's not a very big uh, chunk of wood. So you actually get over to the, the section there. And there are three canoes kind of all lined up in a row. And Astrid, you see on the first one closest to you, there's actually a squirrel trying to like break a nut on top of the canoe. Hey, hey, little... Oh, little buddy, how are you? Do you do you do you need help? Go away, go away. I absolutely respect you. If this is what if this is what you want, absolutely, it is your nut. However, if you would like me to help you break the nut, I will help you break the nut. So, so, so Zach, you hear this full out conversation that she's talking <laughs> on one side, and just like. Nee, 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 nee. Is Zach hearing the squirrel talking? No, you're just hearing squeaks from the squirrel, and the squirrel goes, "Wait, wait, you can, you can understand me." Oh, little man. Yes, I can. Hello. <laughs> Could you uh, maybe help me with this then if you can hear me? You promise not to steal it? I promise. I promise. Promise. I will. I will help you. So Astrid is going to take the nut and then she places it on the ground and starts stepping away on it. Stepping away and, and eventually she's able to get it nice and open and she passes it back to the squirrel. Astrid, the one thing that you notice when you break up the nut is inside, you know, whether or not you know kind of what the inside of, um, you know, a tree nut looks looks like, this is not it. Inside is, it's like a pale white paste with blue veins running through it. And you hand it to him and he just grabs it really quickly and starts like licking the inside and goes, oh yeah, that's the good stuff. Oh, baby. Yes. And then he looks back at you and goes, oh yeah, by the way, uh, I really hope you don't die. You're really cool. Oh, thank you so, thank you so much. I mean, that's more than what my parents tell me on a daily basis. So that means a lot. Uh, yo, uh, yo, Astrid. The squirrel like turns and looks at you and Astrid, you hear like, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, oh, oh, uh, this is a great moment in time, I guess. But like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, oh Zach, Zach, uh, please meet Mr. Squirrel. Mr. Squirrel, meet Zach. He takes a little more bite and he gives you the nut and says, you can have the rest of this, Tuts. Thank you so much for sharing with me. I really appreciate it. You are so beautiful. Hey, no problem. That's what I do. And the squirrel leaps off your shoulder and Zaki jumps towards you just to give you a good scare. Like, Wah! and he scurries down the path and disappears. <sighs> I hate squirrels. Um, so, yeah, that was a fucking fun time. Uh, probably wouldn't eat that. It's leaking blue shit, so... Let's go to the canoe here. Okay, um, all right. Wonderful. Have you ever been in a boat before? Hell no, but you know what? I just, uh, I'll just grab a paddly thing and you're good to go. I like the sound of that. I trust you completely. <laughs> I'm both going to have you roll hold steady oh, to get in this <laughs> canoe. <laughs> uh, plus one is nine. 
I... Oh, look at that. We're matching. I got a nine, too. <laughs> so on a seven to nine, you get to choose. You get to keep your cool, or you get to pick one of the options from the plus 10 list, but you gain the condition terrified. So the plus 10 list is you get to ask me one question about the situation, remove a condition, or carry one forward for the scene. Uh, I guess I'll ask a question. I guess, what's the water like? Honestly, it was weird, Zach, because when you drove in, you had a bit of, you know, this, this lake, this little bay area that surrounds the uh, the camp that kind of borders it seems to give into a bigger lake. And you remember heading over and seeing that the lake looked really choppy. Like it was, it wasn't a very nice day. You don't even remember it being very sunny. But as soon as you got to the camp, it's super sunny and the water is like glass. Nice. Um, but as, as such, you gain the condition terrified because you are getting in the boat for the first time. So I'll say as soon as you step in the canoe, it rocks like crazy back and forth and you manage to stabilize it. But now you know just how how uh, temperamental canoes can be sometimes. Zach is really regretting putting his uh, guitar case in the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Astrid, what about you? I, I will keep my cool. Okay. So funnily enough, Zach, it's you who is not <laughs> doing super well on this. And Astra, you just get in very calmly now that you see him almost fall in. And you're now both in the canoe. Congratulations. You solved my canoe puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> and as you paddle out, the sounds of the camp become less and less and less. But this water is so calm. It's such a beautiful day that you're just realizing it. Is there anything else that you want to do on the water? Okay, so we got like this whole talent show thing to worry about, and I think my friends are all expecting me to put on some like mind-bending guitar riff and shit. It's gonna be this whole fucking thing. Do you have any like cool talents that could like help with that? What's going on with you? Well, my biggest talent I would say that I have is I like to encourage people. Okay, yeah encourage people that's uh that's great if you're like an audience member but like if you're on stage and people are like <laughs> adoring your shit how do you oh do I'm, I'm i'm not on stage no 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 hey man i used to be nervous too yeah I actually went to band camp a couple times. Solved it right up. Oh. <laughs> First thing you gotta realize is like, if you play beautiful music, beautiful people wanna do beautiful things to and for you. It's like I'm really speaking to Keanu Reeves. You are so wise. Thanks, man. Nobody's ever, like, compared me to Keanu Reeves before. That's fucking dope. As our camera fades on the scene with Zack and Astrid, the last thing that we see is, Astrid, kind of where you put your Keanu bag, it makes this boat look like it has a Keanu Reeves mast. So on that, our camera's going to crossfade to Walter and Evelyn. Uh, Evelyn's just going to turn to Walter and say, uh, So, Walter, is there anything that you want to check out in the camp? Or did you want to find like a picnic table or a log or something and talk about this talent show that I guess we have to do? Um, yeah, sure. I, I like logs. Do you like logs? Um, <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess they're pretty good for sitting on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're great. And as you're all discussing what to do, you find a collection of some log benches uh, surrounded by a very small fire off in the corner. So, do you have any talents? <laughs> I was actually going to ask you the same question. <laughs> oh, well, I, I mean, I, I'm not really good at things. 
Oh, what about at your your high school? What kind of stuff do you do there? I mean, I I, I tend to walk around the halls. I I I I'm good at walking. Did, 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 maybe we could we could walk. Sh- shit. <laughs> I might have an idea for the talent show, because I'm thinking maybe I could like do some magic tricks or something, and you could be like the magic assistant. That sounds amazing. You know magic? Uh, I I know a few I know a few tricks. <laughs> uh, that would be amazing. I mean, that'd be the coolest thing in this talent show. Um, I mean, I don't know about that. You haven't heard Zach play his guitar yet. Everyone seems to like music. Zach plays guitar? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's cool, I guess. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. This magic thing sounds pretty cool. What do you think? I, I think that sounds great. Hey, hey, hey look, can I, can I be honest with you for a, for a second? Yeah, sure. Uh, I don't really have any... Uh, friends uh, and I was kind of hoping that this talent show might be a way to sort of get noticed by anyone okay so I I, I, I know I know it's lame and talent shows are dumb and you're probably way cooler than this but like I, I'd really like to win this talent show you know what to be honest I never really had a lot of friends in high school either Personally, I think a lot of people can kind of be overrated. I've always kind of thought that it's not the quantity, it's the quality. So, who knows? Maybe you'll find that. Well, right on. Cool. Thanks. Does that Iris girl like magic? (laughs) Um, you know what? She seems like she likes everything. So I think she would probably be pretty impressed by it. And you know what? She probably would be really interested, if we can pull off some good tricks, she'd probably be really interested in knowing how they're done. Yeah, conversation started. That, that's, that's good, that's good. I need that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do this. Okay. So, um, Evelyn, is there, is there a specific trick that you want to work on? I think what she would want to do is kind of make something big kind of disappear and reappear in another area. I'm gonna walk a couple feet on the grass and pick up a flower. Yeah, so you have a nice little dandelion. Yeah. And yeah, I'm gonna show the trick to him. I'm just gonna kind of, you know, palm it in my hand and open my hand and it's disappeared. Now, as soon as it disappears, next to you, Walter, you feel um, like something tickling your back and you look and instead of one sunflower, there's, uh, sorry, instead of one dandelion, there's 10 and they're all growing out of the log right behind you now. Whoa, how how did you do that? It's magic. Magicians don't reveal their secrets. Now, Evelyn, before we fade out on your scene, the one thing that you do notice is that there's 10 of them and you only did one and that doesn't make sense and our camera is fading away. Our camera opens up on VP Tanner and Dr. Egan. <laughs> is, uh, is Leader Ricky still around? He is, yes. Okay, she's first going to go up to Leader Ricky because the idea of having to do a talent show act terrifies her. Even though she's a professor, she has horrible stage fright and she does not want to get up in front of this this audience of high school kids. So, so she goes up to, to Leader Ricky and she's like, um, uh, 
Lita, Ricky? <laughs> Hey-o, yep, how can I help you? I noticed uh, that we were supposed to do this act in the uh, talent show later tonight. Uh, uh-huh. no, no, Nobody warned me that this would be the case and I haven't prepared anything. Egan, and he I- cuts you off with this condescending look. Listen, doctor, I understand that a modern world has modern pressures. And he puts his hand on you and says, but here, here is the place where you can revert back to that child that you were and just have a good time. Hold the fuck up. Cause uh, you just, uh, you just activated my jealous coils move. Uh, so yeah, jealous coils. Uh, so whenever someone gets close to someone that you covet and you act territorial, roll dark. On a 10 up, they lose a string on your coveted and you gain a string on your coveted. On a 7 to 9, you gain a string on your coveted and your coveted chooses one of two things, but that doesn't fucking matter because I rolled a 6. Oh, oh boy. No. So he also puts his he puts his free hand on your shoulder and goes, it's okay. I understand Dear that Lord. you folks from the British Isles take this stuff a little more seriously than we do, but that's okay. That's okay. It's because it's so rainy and dreary there. But it, look at he points and he goes, it's always sunny here. It's beautiful. Now, I think I get that you were trying to not do it, but I think that you're just being grumpy gills. And I think that it would be a very good thing if you only didn't do it, but you did it first. And he big, does a big <laughs> smile. You'll be the first up. You'll set the precedent for everybody else. Oh, uh, okay, I have no. a question, MC. Uh, one, yep. do I go with the group every year? Let's say no. Okay, okay, cool. So I don't know this guy. I've never met him in my life. Yeah, yeah. I look him dead in the eye and I say, don't make any decisions that you're going to regret. Mantle of leadership. <laughs> okay, I, I pause and I just kind of look down at the ground at a corner, and then I just turn around and walk away. <laughs> well, Ricky looks way too pleased with himself, and he turns around <laughs> with his clipboard and goes to survey the camp once more. And now you two are alone by the flagpole. Do- Dr. Egan, I have a bit of a proposition here. Um, we are adults and don't have <laughs> yes. to do... Anything this man tells us. <laughs> I agree. I think you. Are. I think you have the right idea. Oh, so, um, my name's Elizabeth. Uh, Roderick Tanner, and uh, I extend a hand. I, I see you're from my side of the pond. Whereabouts? I, uh, I'm from Lafoyle. I spent a little longer there than I intended to. I finally uh, made my way out of there when I when I got the chance. Listen, uh, do you fancy a copper? Yeah, I think I, I think I could do that. Uh, where do you know this place? Uh, have you been here before? Uh, believe it or not, no. This is actually my first rotation. They send hmm. a different staff member every year for some reason. But uh, yeah, someone's got to be the designated uh, representative of faculty to chaperone. Total mockery, if you ask me. By now, the students have already gotten involved in larceny, drugs, and illicit sexual activities. Yeah, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> um, can we get a grip at all on uh, like the location of the cafeteria or any place that we could get a hot yeah. cup of water? Tanner and Egan, at that moment, you see the aged groundkeeper walking around, uh, and he looks very confused, and he looks at you and says, Excuse me, have you seen Ricky? Ricky? Later Ricky? He was right back there next to the flagpole. Thank you, but uh, 
Who, who are you? Uh, my name's Elizabeth. <laughs> my name's Mr. Tanner. What's your name? I can't, I can't, I can't, and then you hear Ricky go, oh, excuse me, and Ricky comes in and he goes, oh, I'm sorry, was he bothering you? He tends to do that, and he gives him, like, a little, like, nudge out of the way. Uh, leader Ricky, he was trying to find you. Uh, there you are. <laughs> leader Ricky turns towards him and says, were you looking for me? And and the old guy goes, I, 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 I think so. So I, uh, and he's looking very confused and he goes, okay. And he pushes him out of the way and goes, get out of here, you old time. I'm sorry. He just come with the camp. You know what I mean? <laughs> we couldn't um, get rid of him. Before you go, um, where, where can we find some um, beverages, hot beverages, cold beverages? Actually, uh, hey. And the groundskeeper turns around and goes, yeah. Show them where the mess hall is. Yeah. I remember this one. F follow me. Go, come on. All right. And he begins to shuffle away from you, still very confused. Uh, two or three steps in, he actually stops and begins to cough pretty violently. And when he pulls away, the his, his handkerchief has this like light blue, mucusy, pale something or other that he has coughed up, and he does not look very well at all. All right. Well, that's not normal. Yeah. Yeah, and as he shuffles away, uh, almost like as if it was behind him, he was blocking it from view. You see the dining pavilion almost materialize in front with a sign that marks it so. So as you walk by, you pass the that little patch of forest, and I'm going to give this to you, Tanner. You actually are looking around, and you notice that all the trees, um, though they look very healthy and large, uh, covered in leaves... Every so often, you see that they have a leaf on them or like a pine needle or something that seems to be very, very pale, like almost translucent with almost uh, the way the sun's hitting it. You swear you can see a hint of blue in them. A hint of blue. I, I, I go a bit closer and, and adjust my spectacles. So you get close to a maple tree and you see that there is one giant maple leaf on it out of all the lovely greens on them. That is almost pale milky white with blue veins running through it. Dr. Regan, have you ever seen yes. anything like this? Like what? And she walks over there and, and takes a look. Huh, that's rather odd. I, I don't think I've ever seen a leaf like that. Oh, look at that tree over there. It has the same thing. And she goes over to the other tree and looks at like a, a, a branch, like a pine needle branch. Yeah, uh, and there's just like a little cluster of pale, pale, milky white with blue running in it. Lord above. Uh, you think it's uh, huh. maybe some sort of fungus, maybe? I don't know much about trees. It's not my area. Me, me neither, but, but uh, it, th if this place has yeah. some sort of contagion, well, clearly it's it's definitely not up to mm. code. If this is what is happening to the, the wildlife, let alone mm. the groundskeeper. Maybe we should track down some of the uh, other campers and let them know that playing in the woods is uh, not necessarily going to be great for their health, unusually. Right. Can we see uh, yeah. any of the other campers? Yeah, absolutely. So from across the lake, you can see that there are two of them out floating on a boat. <laughs> and with their silhouettes, it's pretty clear that it's Astrid and Zach, and uh, you see the little Keanu Reeves masthead on the boat. <laughs> I uh, really don't like that man with Astrid. Uh, Oh, why is that? He's, he's, he looks a little bit uh, rough around the edges, but he's actually quite harmless. <laughs> he just comes across as a slacker, could be a bad influence. And I, uh, I kind of cut my hands to my mouth, and I bellow out, Astrid! Zach and, Zach and Astrid, you, you hear yeah. this. 
Hey, Astrid. And it sounds like a great time to be playing some music really fucking loud. You want to come listen to a song or two? There's something wrong with the trees. A, oh, a fucking love rush. Let's do the trees, man. Come on. I think it might be a fungus. Zach, come here. Bring the, bring the canoe over here. We have something to tell you. Zach's going to not do that. He's going to go a little further into the lake. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I, I didn't know how to move the thing right. Uh, and he's going to try and get in the mind of Evelyn. Oh, sorry, Egan. Yeah, go for it. Uh, okay. That's a 10. Ooh. Oh, baby. Okay, so yeah. you can read my mind. I'm just like, uh, yo, Egan, what's up? All right, so she's kind of, like, annoyed, and so she's she's hearing Welcome to the Jungle by <laughs> <laughs> Specifically the part, you're gonna die! Yes, yes! <laughs> so, Zach, you hear Welcome to the Jungle playing. Hey, dude, you like uh, squirrels and shit, right? I love squirrels so much. Sweet. Hey, after lunch, do you want to go directly in the forest? <laughs> I think, um, that, like, uh, oh, shit, what's that douchebag's name? I, which, which douchebag? <laughs> I'm so sorry. The British, uh, hates my guts. VP Tanner, he could be one of the sweetest men ever. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, he said there's, like, a surprise in the forest, and we should totally check it out. So, I think we should really take his word for that, you know? I mean, if you're confident in his words, I'm confident in his words. <laughs> Zachary or Zacchaeus or Zachariah. Uh, Please never call me Zachariah ever again. Zach, let's do it. Thanks. Love it. Egan, you felt your mind was being read and then you just felt him like turn it off. <laughs> he hung up on you. <laughs> Astrid just very excitedly turns around, looks at VP Tanner, and starts waving, and... Bye, Mr. Tanner! Bye, Astrid! Stay safe! <laughs> and back back to the chaperone group there. And how, how do I dress you? Do I call you VP Tanner, or... Uh, or you, what's... you can call me Rod. Let's go back this way. Let's let's head back towards the flagpole and uh, see if we can find Leader Rick. That's probably a good idea. Yes. So as both of you double back to give the grounds a search for Leader Ricky and start seeing what the hell is going on, our camera fades to our last group, Iris and Kenny. So Iris, um, once the group start leaving, she sits on the ground, just where she is, and goes, Kenny, sit with me. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, first off, I'm very excited to meet you. Um, second of all, I have something I have to tell you. Oh, like a secret? Yeah, but can you uh, keep a secret? I, I, I've never, I, I've never been told one before, but I, I'll try. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, hmm, okay. Well, um, I actually don't know how to be a leader. Um, my cousin okay. Walthus is way better at that than me. But what I can show you how to do, Kenny, is how to follow your heart and have fun. Would you like that? Uh, yes, that that sounds lovely. Uh, thank you. Of course, thank you. Okay, so, Kenny, uh huh. What is something that you've always wanted to do that we can do here, and I'll help you do it? Well, I I've never been rock climbing before, and I I saw that they had 
that in the in the in the camp brochure. So I, I thought maybe we could try that. Yes, Kenny. Yes, yes, yes. I will do that. That sounds great. Okay, okay. let's go rock climbing. And maybe you can do that as your talent. Wait, no. I don't know. Can you do that know. as a talent? Can we bring a rock on stage? And then you can climb on top of it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> great. Okay, so we'll go rock climbing and we'll find some rocks that you can climb on. Oh, Kenny, this is going to be great. This is going to be a great day, Iris. Let's go. <laughs> yes. And she just grabs his hand and they run to the rock wall. Oh my god, that's incredible. So you see that when you get to the rock wall, um, it's set, there, there's a sign that says closed until the afternoon, but what's around it is a big rock quarry. So you do see all the rocks that, that you would need for your talent show. After lunch, you are going to get a place to go anywhere that you want. Mm -hmm. So feel free to sign up for that after lunch. Um, but you have all the rocks around you. <laughs> how, Iris, how are we going to get, or do you want to roll the rock? How many rocks should we bring? I don't know, Kenny. How many rocks do you want to climb on? Uh, 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 well, usually for a snowman, because I've made mm -hmm. those, we build it three high. So maybe three rocks of different sizes. <gasps> to show how like versatile you are. Oh, yeah. Kenny, this is going to be great. Okay, um, do any rocks speak to you right now? Hmm. Uh, and I'm surveying the rocks, uh, and I find the biggest one. <laughs> okay, so you find one, uh, the, the biggest out of all of them is probably the size of, like, a, a, a substantial dresser. Okay, that one. That, that <gasps> one, Iris. Oh, Kenny, that one looks beautiful. It's um, so handsome. It is handsome. <laughs> I wonder if it's married. Do you think uh, it has children? I don't know. Maybe these little rocks are its children. <gasps> Kenny... Maybe yeah. we should ask the rock if it's okay if we bring it to the talent show in case these are its babies. Okay. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we, we don't want to be uh, discourteous. Yeah. Oh, Kenny, we're on the same page. This is great. Okay. <laughs> I feel um, like we here, share here. a brain, Iris. It's great. <gasps> well, maybe we do, Kenny. Who knows? I don't know. We could. Do you really think so? I don't know. Pick a number. Pick a number right now between uh, one and ten. Okay. 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 I got one. Five. Oh my god! Oh my god, that was amazing! Iris gives him a hug. <laughs> I blush super hard. I hug back. I put, I'm gonna put my hand on the giant rock and say, Rocky, will you come with us and be our talent this evening? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Iris, yeah. as you can talk to plants, yep. there is some moss on this rock. <laughs> okay. And and the moss goes like, Psst, hey. Hey, hey, hey you. Hi, I'm Iris. Oh, hi Iris. Kenny, okay. Yeah. Um well, I'm talking to um oh, can you keep another secret? I know oh. you really don't know what that means, but it kind of means we just keep it between ourselves. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm kind of talking to this moss right up here. And she points. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, 100 that's great. 100 believe you. Like, <laughs> no questions asked. It's like, yes, this, my leader can talk to moss. <laughs> hey, um, Mr. Moss, would you mm. be able to tell us if this rock that you are under has a family and if these rocks here and she like points to a few are its babies and if it's okay if we take it to the talent show 
<laughs> Rocks can't talk, silly. That's just weird stuff. So you just gotta worry about me. But the only problem is, is that I really like where I am in the sun right now. So, uh, I mean, I'm, I, I'm glad to help you, but you just might have to do something for me. So I want you to roll manipulated NPC. <laughs> okay. Oh, good. That's a seven. Okay, so seven to nine, the MC will tell you what it will take to get the NPC to do what you want and <laughs> do it, and they will. Okay. So the okay. moss goes, so, uh, there's, uh, there's another patch of moss, uh, just, uh, near the, near the campfire there. Uh-huh. And, uh. I just love if you could, you know, maybe help me out. Maybe get a get a little moss date going on. You know, maybe 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 be 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 my wing woman. Yeah. <gasps> Can Kenny help too? Of course. The more the merrier. What what's going on? Oh yes, right. You can't hear. I'm sorry. Um. No, so this moss wants to go on a date with some moss near the campfire, and if we do that and we set them up so they can be in love, we can take this rock. We can never see each other because I'm immobile. Right. So they can't see each it's, other. It's made things difficult. Right. So the moss can't move. So we have to bring, I guess, that moss to the other moss. So we just have to scrape <laughs> off a bish and smush them together like lovemaking. Wow, they're 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 jumping right from dating into marriage, aren't they? Yeah. So how do you feel about that, Kenny? Well, if that's what the moss wants, then we have to give the moss what we can, right? Right. And then once we get that done, we can ask some of our friends maybe to help us move this rock. Sure. Oh, no need. I think I got this covered. Your kindness has inspired me with an idea. And you see that all the moss on the rock begins to like flex and slowly pulse. And you see that with its energy, the rock actually begins <gasps> to move a little bit. And he goes, all right, it's going to be extremely slow, like maybe like an inch an hour or something. But by the time the campfire goes up, I will be there for you. <laughs> show for us. Wow, you're really amazing, Iris. You're really amazing, Kenny. Oh, stop. <laughs> you stop. No, you stop. No, you stop. Three minutes later. <laughs> no, you stop. <laughs> you stop. Okay. Okay. But the rocks moved fairly far while we were talking. Wow. You see that it's now like in like in the road now. <laughs> Iris runs up to it and like scrapes some of it off and holds it in her hand out to Kenny. She's like, okay, let's go help this moss have sex. Okay. <laughs> now, just, just as you go to, to, to head out, you hear the PA go off again and you hear, Attention, everyone at the super fun time learn to be a leader day camp. Breakfast and lunch or brunch is now served. Please make your way over to the mess hall. Thank you. Beep boop. I love brunch. It's the best meal of the day, isn't it, Iris? Or should we bring the moss with us? Oh yeah, I'm a big brunch fan. Yeah, I can put it in my pocket Please. of my overalls. Okay. Oh, oh, it's nice and damp and dark in here. Oh yeah. Ooh, oh, okay. It's kind of moving around, it tickles. Um, oh. Hey, Kenny, mm -hmm. is there anything you'd like to do during brunch? I really want to continue this theme of helping you follow your heart. Uh, well, I, I've never really admitted this, but I've always been attracted to Marty. I, I used to live next door to her. Oh, you did? Yeah. And she she moved a little while ago, but I, I've never gotten over her. 
She has these arms that just speak to me. <laughs> Iris gets like tears in her eyes and she's like, that's the most romantic thing anybody said to me since this morning. Oh, really? Who said it? Oh, um, Kane. Really? Are you guys yeah, oh. like together? Yeah, yesterday he told me he loved me. <laughs> and which I know seems like, you know, three days. I know that's like, like really a long time. I wish he would have said yeah. it sooner, but he said it now. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Wow, three Wait. whole days you've been together? Yeah, oh. and it took three whole days until he said he loved me, but there was some issues, but now it's great. Kenny, I just thought of something. Yeah? I'm pretty sure Marty is Kane's partner. Maybe we can do an activity with them you know, after breakfast, and then you can tell her how much you love her arms. Okay. Does that sound okay? Okay, okay. I, I, I've never actually talked to an, a, another woman other than uh, you and my mom, but <laughs> I, I, I'm prepared to do this for you, Iris, and the moss. Oh, <laughs> wait, Eric, do we have time to bring the moss to its moss lover? You will not before this time. Okay. No, uh, but you can keep him in there. Okay, okay. He's just making his way. You see that, that like, even since that conversation, the rock is now fully on the road. <laughs> <laughs> and slowly making its way. So um, everyone else, is there anyone who wants to purposely ignore the summons for brunch or is everyone going to go to it? I mean, Zach's got the munchies, so he's going to get some brunchies. <laughs> I, uh, Marty definitely brought a bunch of like, protein shakes in her like in her satchel bag oh um, and some trail mix I don't think she wants to, I don't think she wants to go there's too much planning time Evelyn's just gonna turn to Walter and ask him hey you up for brunch yeah I'm, I'm pretty hungry how about you uh, yeah sure let's go sweet and Elizabeth is gonna go to the brunch um, not to eat but to she figures that's a good place where all the campers will be together so she can let them know to avoid touching the trees Okay, so it seems like most people are going to brunch except Marty. Kane, are you gonna go to brunch or are you gonna stay with Marty? No, no, I'm sticking with her. I wanna, I wanna see this as, as long as she can share whatever protein shakes. Uh, Kane's happy. Would you two still be around that high ropes course, kind of examining and seeing what's up over there? Yes. Yeah, I, I would say so. We're gonna try and scout out the area, see uh, what we can come up with. Kane has no ideas, but uh, I'm sure we'll figure it out. Interesting. Okay, so here's what we're going to do then. When we break after the meal and you go to your activity, we're going to go back to you and you're still at the high rope. So that'll be your activity if that's cool. Yeah. Okay. Dig it. We'll reserve that for you there. Okay, cool. Um, so everyone else except uh, that pair and uh, Tanner are going to be going to the mess hall. So everyone else arrives at the mess hall. And the mess hall is very large. Again, it's got those that kind of like wooden beam look, you know, that's so signature to camp cabins and things. And you go in and there's uh, four very long tables and there are three lunch ladies all looking exactly the same. Uh, they're all triplets. They are in their 80s and they all look very salad faced, just kind of slopping stuff on a plate. And they go, next, come on, blah. And they go, next, come on, blah, next. And everyone gets served the classic camp fare. There's a biscuit. There's that kind of nondescript orange drink. It's not really orange flavor. It's just more like sugar. And then you get a porridge, but it's got blue veins running through. Oh, gosh. Jesus. And everyone who is there 
the food smells like your favorite food. Oh. Um, now, does Elizabeth see the porridge? Yep. Elizabeth, you've now come in and everyone is sitting down who's there starting to eat. Well, I don't know if you want to eat it, but you're looking at your food and it smells really good. Okay. Does it smell like blood to me? <laughs> yeah, it smells like some of the most top quality blood, Egan, you've ever come across in your life. Oh. Uh, so she's considering it, but she's not going to eat. But she notices that there's something blue in there. So she first goes up to um, the uh, the closest triplet and just says, Excuse me, um, yes. what, what's in that porridge? Food, good stuff, make you strong. Uh, Here, uh, have some. I, well, uh, thank you. Um, Smell good, don't it? Oh, actually, it rather does. Um... Yes. Uh, what's the what's the blue stuff in here? Cap secret. Make good yum. <laughs> Thank you. And she realizes she's not getting any answers from from the the, the triplet. Okay. So she says to uh, everybody, she says, uh, "Excuse me. Can I have your attention, please?" Um, VP Tanner and I were walking around the camp, and we noticed that there was some strange. Uh, perhaps fungus on some of the trees, and, and we're not quite sure uh, what it is. So we, we thought it best that we, we let you know about this and to uh, probably avoid touching it. So if you are around the trees or, uh, you know, wandering around uh, somewhere and you see sort of that pale uh, branch, make sure that you do not touch it, just in case, because we don't know if it's if it's fungus that can actually infect you. All right? Iris's eyes go wide, and she, like, looks into her pocket at the moss. Is yeah, it I look normal? also into her pocket at yeah. the moss. <laughs> <laughs> the moss goes, shh. <laughs> stay cool, stay cool. <laughs> she, like, looks at Kenny and just looks back at the moss. Do you think our moss is okay, Iris? Um, no, I feel pretty good. Uh, clean bill of health. Yeah, and she like whispers to Kenny. She's like, yeah, it says it's fine, so I guess we can trust it, right? That that has to be true. I mean, yeah, Moss, <laughs> Moss wouldn't lie. <laughs> and then she just smiles back at Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> and then Elizabeth smiles back. Iris and Kenny, as you're served your pale slop kind of food, uh, what is your favorite foods? Because you get that smell. Oh, um, I'm pretty sure Iris has just tried pizza since she's been here, so it smells like pizza. And then I think um, the other one smells like this like special type of berry from back in the in the Fey realm. Yeah. So as soon as you eat your kind of porridge thing, it honestly tastes like the berries on top of the first pizza you ever tried on Earth. Mm. Oh my gosh, Kenny! Brunch is the best thing ever. And she just starts scooping it into her mouth. I love the blue that's in this. Anything blue tastes great. Blueberries, blue Gatorade, blue. Blue. <laughs> the color blue? Yeah. Blue's a flavor. Yeah, it, it tastes like all that blue coloring. It's almost like blueberries and, and, and blue Gatorade had an infant. Oh. And uh, that's that's kind of what, what you're eating right now. And it's, it's almost refreshing, like a cold Gatorade, even though it looks like it's steaming hot. Zach and Astrid, you've made your way back to the dining hall with everyone, and you see that they're getting this slop food. Uh, what do you both do about that? Dude, this shit's lame. They're holding out on us. Hey, do you think there's, like, some better shit in the back? Um, Zach, I really feel... 
Like there could be. Dude, <laughs> I think that you should go look. I'll distract them. Really, I'm really good at that shit. Just ask Evelyn. Oh, um, okay. Uh, whew. All right. Are you sure you can, You are you sure, like, I can do this on my own? Yeah, totally. Just <laughs> go back in the fridge. Try to get, I don't know, like a, like a burger or whatever they got back there. Okay? I believe in you. That is beautiful. That is going to sustain me at least for the next two hours. I'm a go. All right. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Sweet. As soon as she leaves, um, Zach is going to walk up to Iris real quick and just say, mm. hey, listen, uh, we're not supposed hey. to go into the uh, the forest, but uh, that's huh? fucking lame. I want to go in that forest because Egan specifically doesn't want me to. And also, fuck that Tanner guy. Want to come with? <gasps> into the forest? Hell yeah. Oh, um, hey, Kenny. Mm-hmm. We have an invitation to go into the forest. I don't know if you'd like to do that. I know we have that other thing, but I don't see Kane around or Marty. And on that, Iris, the oh. door bursts open and you're looking at Leader Ricky going, well, hello, everyone. So you are right, Iris. The only ones who aren't here are Marty, Kane, and of course, Tanner. Now, Tanner, we're going to do your scene a little bit after. You did find something, but we're going to talk about that later. And he goes, well, I hope you have a super spentuminous day so far. <laughs> Anyways, I would just like to let you know that I have posted on the board that of all the activities that you may do in Activity 2, that means you can choose from a number of camp activities. Oh boy, some of the people have already chosen. So take a look to see where they are, and you can join them if you wish, or do your own thing. And make sure you eat up that lunch, because we need that energy. It's good eating. Okay, bye-bye! I, Iris uh, says, one second, Zach, and then runs over to see if uh, Kane and Marty have chosen their activity. Yeah, Iris, you notice that it's already been filled out, and it says that Kane and Marty can be found at the high ropes. <gasps> and she runs back, Kenny, Kenny, um, mm -hmm. Marty is at the high ropes. Is that something you'd like to do? I know you want to do the rock climbing to practice for your talent show. What do you think? Okay, uh, yeah. Let's go to the high ropes. Or you said you wanted to go into the forest with Zach, right? No, no, no. This is more important. Zach, you're really great, but I think we have something else we have to do first. Oh, okay. I totally get it. It's fine. I mean, you know, it's just, I'll just go out there, talk to squirrels and shit. Yeah, it's oh. fine. I mean, if you just want to not go. That sounds nice. No, Kenny, Kenny, and she puts her hands on his shoulder, says, follow your heart. What do you want? I'm going to count to three and you tell me, okay? One. Okay. Two, three. Marty's arms. Okay. Wow. I didn't know that would come out. I'm so proud of you. Zach, I am so sorry. I promise we'll go to the forest later. So in in that time, Astrid. Yes. Shit, I think I'm supposed to be doing something. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Astrid, before we go into your break-in to get better food, I just want to do a quick tally just so we know yes. where everyone's going. So Astrid and Zach, you have, uh, basically you're going to go on a nature walk. You said you want to go into the woods. We know Marty and Kane are going to be at the high ropes. Um, Evelyn and Walter, so what do you want to do? Uh, your options are going to be the following. Archery, canoeing, tie-dye, scavenger hunt, tug-of-war. Uh, Evelyn looks at Walter and says, so, uh, what do you want to do? I don't know. I mean, uh, nothing's really jumping out at me, but, uh, <laughs> uh archery? 
Uh, archery is cool, right? I mean, yeah, I guess. Um, I I've never done it before, but it seems like one of those things that people would find pretty cool. Right? I I, I think it'd look pretty cool if I could strap back in with a quiver on my back. Yeah, it'd look pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, like a like Robin Hood or something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Awesome. Okay, so I'll mark you down for archery, so that way we know where everyone is going. Uh, I think the only ones I didn't mention were Iris and Kenny. Of course, they're going to be going with Marty and Kane anyway. So Astrid, back to you. How do you break into this pantry? Let's let's try let's try the door first. But before we try the door, I'm I'm gonna unzip my Keanu bag and pull out my um, Patrick Swayze lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> because I need nutrition and sustenance. I mean, it's a lot to receive um, Zach's <laughs> blessing and confidence in me is so much, like I said, sustains me for two hours. But also, my tummy's kind of rumbling, and um, I'm just going to pull out my um, my sandwich, which is just a white bread with margarine on it, um, and, just, and just eat that, just kind of fill up on that. Um, because I didn't have a chance to eat lunch at, at the table. I'm gonna quickly quickly just eat that with my with my apple juice that I have as well. And uh, I finish that up, take two deep breaths in. And then I just check to see if the door is locked or, or unlocked. So I, I'm twisting that knob. Now, just out of curiosity, did you have any of the porridge? No. Okay, good call. <laughs> so I think that the ones who haven't eaten the porridge then are Astrid, Tanner, Egan, Zach, and Kana Marty because they're not going to be there. And yeah, Astrid, you pop this back door into this back kitchen slash pantry open, and what you see are the three lunch ladies, and they're beating dough, and putting things in ovens, and getting things ready, and they're whistling to themselves. They're looking quite content. They don't look like they much enjoy the company of others, but they enjoy each other's company. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Astrid, how would you like to proceed? Because you can see at the very back of the room, there is a large walk-in fridge. I will, I will step my little tootsies uh, right at the, right, right in there, right in there. Are you trying to keep basically like as low as possible to not be seen? Um, yes. I mean, okay. yeah, I, there, I'm, I want to respect the fact that they're doing so much cooking. I don't want to be in their way, um, but I'm just, let's, let's just take a little, little look into that, uh, fridge. So, you know, I'm walking and I'm, I'm walking and. Give me a hold steady roll. I want to see how stealthily you can accomplish this. Let me see how stealthy I can do this as well. And. Let us roll. Ooh, I got a two and a four, a whopping six. Okay, so you take two, you take two steps in, and as you're, you kind of start grooving to, to, the, to the music a little bit. Yes, I am. <laughs> you actually trip on some what seems like a slippery floor, and you go down, and you're gonna do take one harm as you hit hit the floor, and all three of the sisters turn at the same time and go what is this? And they like come towards you and they look at you and they smell you and go, what are you doing in the kitchen, miss? Well, thank you for giving me the space to talk. I really <laughs> appreciate that. Um, mm. What I'm doing here 
is I'm just trying to see if there are any alternatives to the porridge that you gave. I think my buddy Zach may have a food allergy problem. Food allergy, hmm? Yes. Mm. We come up with something special for you, yes? Do you like burgers? Oh, I'm sure Zach loves burgers. You think that was something that he, he mentioned? Yes, yes. Uh, yes, please. One of the sisters, like, snaps, and the other two, like, turn around and go, like, <laughs> and, like, scurry to the back fridge and open it up, and you hear, like, sounds, like, like a drill and, like, a hammer and a bunch of other shit, and then they just, like, come out of the fridge with a plate, and it's a beautiful-looking burger, and go, we made you burger. Oh, you, you ladies are just working hard. Thank you so much. You're most welcome. They say at the exact same time, and they hand to you a beautifully plated burger. I am going to take this burger, this bad boy, this bad boy burger, <laughs> over to Zach. Thank you so much. Have yourselves a good day. So as you return the burger to Zach, Zach has just uh, sat down um, from his conversation with Iris. Zach. Oh, dude, you're back. Wow, that was so quick. I was just about to, like, cause a mean distraction. Oh. But, like, dude, that's a fucking juicy-looking burger. Um, all right. Hello. The ladies in the back are just so sweet. Little angels. Yeah, I mean, they made a burger. I mean, are you sure you don't want some? I mean, I'm just going to start mowing down on it. <laughs> Zach, as soon as you take a big bite, uh, it tastes fucking delicious. It tastes really like peanut butter and banana. And as you can see, the inside of the burger is filled with white sap. Well, waste not want not, I always say. He's just going to finish the burger. Oh, shit. Um, I'm so sorry. I should have saved some for you. Oh, my. You're such a beautiful environmentalist. We got to get some of this stuff to take home because it tastes fucking amazing. And mm. on that, you hear the PA go off. Attention, campers of the super fun time Learn to Be a Leader day camp. The second activity begins now. Please head to your designated areas. Thank you. Beep boop. And our camera fades away from the mess hall. Our camera opens up on Marty and Kane. You are both staring up at the colossal high ropes course before you. For those of you that are a little bit unfamiliar with high ropes courses, you know, you have things that you get tethered to. You can kind of walk across them, but you also have your your giant swing type uh, contraption and, of course, your classic zip line. So you are the only ones here. You have this whole place to yourself. So what would you both like to do during this time? I turn, I turn to Marty. I just say, uh, you can see Kane is like a little happier about this. He's like... Honestly, this looks like a lot of fun. Do you want to go to the very top? Yes. Yes! And he like fist pumps and he's like, all right, after you. Boom. Okay. So Marty begins to, you know, like get, climb up the stairs um, so that they can get up to that vantage point. And I'm really trying to get a, a sense of, uh, of Kane. I, I, I find that I have this like really strong connection with people. I can really pick up their vibe. Um, hmm. I'm just really trying to get a sense of who, who this person is, how, how much I can trust them, you know, like, um, how I can really use him to, to make this most epic prank. Um, so I'm going to use my heightened senses. Hell yeah. Okay. Um, relying on my animal instincts to try to, uh, make sense of this, of this situation. So I'm going to roll dark. So I have a 10. 
On a 10 and up, I get to ask the MC three questions. Yeah, cool. Um, so I'm going to ask, what is um, Kane's uh, secret weakness? Oh, man. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so you... Um, I'm going to say because your heightened senses are, you know, definitely, you know, being being the werewolf, you probably have heightened, like, taste and smell and hearing and things like that. So so let's kind of play play into that in game. So in terms of greatest weakness, you take a big old whiff of him and you can just smell the endorphins coming off, like the hormones coming off of him. And this is someone who uh, is, what, what who is in love. Someone who is very in love right now. And you can love. smell it on them. That must be so nice. <laughs> yes, and you do. I don't know if you've had the conversation about Iris, but you do know that he clearly is in love with someone, and that might be able to use to your advantage in terms okay. of weakness. Uh, okay. What are the other ones? I want to know. I want to know what Mister Mister Rod's um, greatest weakness is. Yeah, so you know that Rod has, you know, Tanner has very strong feelings about certain students. And we know that Astrid and Kenny are his two favorites. Uh, so that could be a weakness. But also, Marty, his hatred for you could equally be seen as a weakness. Okay, okay. Um, and my third question is, is uh, who's in control here? Oh, okay. is my question. So just for this to make the most sense, Marty, can I say that you have already climbed up at least probably the middle height of the ropes? Yeah, totally. Okay. So as you begin to climb, you notice that kind of wrapped around the central pole that's aiding you climb is these vines that have been wrapped around. And you see that they have these really nice purple flowers on them, except one of them is very, very translucent pale with blue veins running in it. And you swear that it smells exactly like Ricky. Whoa. I can smell all this toxic positivity off of it. You can smell the what? <laughs> toxic positivity. Right. Mm, okay. So, you know, you, you get the sense that Ricky is uh, maybe a bit more widespread than he seems. Okay, cool. So, Marty, we're, we're in agreement that, like, we, we don't really give a shit about the talent show, right? Like, we, we don't necessarily need to put a lot of a lot of thought into that or, or do it at all, you know? Um, that's such a hard question for me because part of me wants to, you know, like, really smash all these suckers and win. Um, but I know that that, that uh, trying to win makes you a good leader, maybe, but uh, I think... I think we need to sacrifice winning in the name of the prank. No, absolutely. That's what I was leading toward as well. I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I'll, I'll let you in on a little secret, Marty. I, um, oh, yeah. For, for this prank, um, I'm not sure exactly what we could do yet, but uh, I kind of have a, a special friend, we could say, that I can ask favors from. So the sky's kind of the limit here of what we can do. I'm into this. Um, is this special friend uh, one of the, you know, one of the college college students that you, you know you're with uh uh well no not not exactly it's he's okay cool more of a cool. uh, um it's an internal thing uh would you consider any of your peers like a, a special friend or anything like that because um i don't know i i hear in 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 college you, you can maybe like make stronger connections to people um 
Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty close with Iris. We, we just met like three days ago, but uh, oh, cool. so we're, uh, we're dating actually. Oh, really? At that moment, Marty, you hear some movement through the forest, and you see two figures approach the high ropes course, and it's Iris and Kenny, and they're here to see you both. Holy shit! Speak of the devil, Iris. <laughs> Kane, up here. Hi. Is that him? Yeah, yeah, that's oh, Kane. Wow. Oh wow, he is nice. I know, he has seven abs. Really? Seven? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's impressive. Maybe I'll get him to take his shirt off and you can count them. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Iris uh, kind of leans into Kenny and goes, hey, so how do you want to do this with Marty? Do you just want to get up close to her by yourself and just tell her how much you like her arms? I, I hadn't really thought that far. Um, what, what do you think is the best way to do it? Yeah, it might be nice for you guys to have just like a moment together. Maybe you can climb up together somewhere and then you can just tell her it'll be romantic. You'll be looking over the entire camp. Okay. Uh, Does that I'll, sound good? Yeah, I'll, I'll climb up this tree right here. And then and then I'll, I'll go down. <laughs> so I, I climb up the tree. <laughs> yeah, so you see that they're on a medium platform, and the tree that you're on actually has a connecting bridge uh, and a few little rope bits that okay. connects it to theirs. So you make it over very easily. It's a, it's a pretty low-level high ropes course there, and you can see from your angle that the rock has now made it to half the length to the campfire. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the rock's making it very far. <laughs> oh my god, and she like looks into her pocket and goes, thanks, Moss. Don't worry, I got the need for speed. <laughs> um, she she calls over to uh, Marty and says, Hi, I'm Iris. Hi, Marty. Hi, Marty, that's a nice name. Chewing my gum, looking at her disdainfully. <laughs> <laughs> not impressed. Hey, hey, hey Marty, uh, I'm not sure if you remember me. I, I'm in your physics class. Oh, hi, Kenny. Hi. hi. <laughs> hey, Kenny. Nice to meet you, buddy. Oh, hi. hi. I, I hear you're Iris's boyfriend. I mean, oh, I'm not supposed to say that. No, that's okay. No, it's, oh, okay. Why, why are we giving it a secret? I turned to Iris. No, um, he's he's learning what secrets are and is having trouble knowing which ones are which. Yeah. Oh. Oh, it's the first time for everything, I guess. I saw some horses earlier. It was kind of cool. From this bridge, you can actually see that there is one more kind of ladder area that goes up to the very highest ropes course. You would get to kind of walk over uh, the the gaps to to trees and almost like a like a treetop canopy walk, basically. Cool. We were uh, we were gonna head to the very top. Do you guys want to join us? Sure. Um, Kenny, maybe you can go ahead with Marty, and and I can just uh, t talk to Kane for a second. <laughs> uh, sure. She kind of pushes Kenny towards Marty. Oh. <laughs> okay, Kenny, um, just like, I'm gonna, I really need to make sure that I can get to the top. I gotta uh, check out uh, what's going on in this camp. So like, I, I, um, I, I'll help you get up there. I mean, I, 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 are you sure you're not gonna need uh, some help? Cause I've got to kind of really get up there. So, uh, well, I um, mean, I, I can also get up, get up there. I, I can, get up by myself. Okay, I'm just making sure you can, you know, like, take care of yourself. Oh, no, you know? no, 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 I, 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 cool. I completely get it. Yeah, hang on, um, Kane, are you gonna meet us up there, you know? Yeah, Iris right, can right, come right to, behind, yeah. I guess, okay, good, I'll, uh, um, because we've got some important stuff that we need to, you know. Yeah, well, when we get we... to the top, we're, get, we're gonna fill you guys in on what we're gonna be working on. Ooh, okay. Oh, oh another cool. secret, okay. 
Kenny, this is this is a real secret, Kenny. This is a real secret. Oh, a real one, okay. <laughs> the other ones were No, 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 those ones oh. were those ones were secret. Oh. Mm, it's good. I can tell these two are gonna be super helpful. Um, I'll, I'll do great. anything you okay. need, Mar Marty. Anything. <laughs> Whatever I can. <laughs> I kind of lean into Iris. I'm like, I'm sensing a tension here. I just don't know how to label it. I, I don't know either. Le leadership is really hard. Oh my God. I, I haven't even tried yet. I, I don't think I'm gonna. <laughs> Marty's kind of the leader here, honestly. Yeah. I, okay. Well, I'm gonna, you know, just like lead my own way up there. Uh, I'm gonna start. You can follow if you'd like, um, I guess. You got this, Kenny. I'm not gonna see her go for a, a second and then realize that she left and then, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Marty and Kenny begin to make their way to the top of the ropes course. Iris and Kane, you have a little moment to yourselves here. She smiles and uh, Kenny and looks back and goes, "Um, can you keep a secret?" Of course. Um, I think uh, Kenny kind of has a thing for Marty, so I kind of wanted them to have a little moment because I'm trying to get him to help him follow his heart, and so oh, yeah, okay. that's awesome. Seems like Marty's a little apprehensive, but... Yeah, she also gave me a weird look. I don't know if she likes me. I don't know if she likes me either. It's, she's more of like a, a goal-oriented person, you know? It's just like, do the thing. No, no time for chit-chat or small talk or, or, yeah. So is she teaching you about leadership? I guess, yeah. As he looks hey. up and sees she's probably already at the top. <laughs> yeah. I made it. It's really <laughs> nice out here. You can see all the way across the lake. <laughs> so we're just gonna leave Kane and Iris for a second. Um, Kenny, you you get to the top just after Marty, and you two are at the top all, all by yourselves. So, so this is a this is a great view, isn't it, Marty? Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, so what are you thinking of doing for the talent show? You know, something really cool. Something really cool. I think. I think something will be really impressive. What about you? What are you doing for the talent show? Well, Iris and I were talking about. Uh, moving rocks over and then uh, rock climbing on stage. Oh. <laughs> that takes a lot of talent. Yeah, um, well, I mean, we haven't really had to do much work. The moss has mostly done all of it, but you know. The moss? Yeah. Our friend. Yeah. It's great. I I'm making friends. I You're an only child, yeah? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, Kenny. Yeah. Why did you stay back a year? Uh, it was when I, I, I broke my leg. I, I couldn't complete one of my years, so I, I I had to come back. That happened to me, well, like, kind of happened to me too. Like, I, 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 I like had a rotator cuff injury, so like I couldn't get scouted in last year for, for, you know, like colleges, and so I had to like heal up and. Oh, okay. Um, so you like, you spent a lot of time with like DP Rod, uh, you know? Well, he, he really, he re I, I don't know. I don't know why he really likes me. I just... Uh, really hasn't told you why he likes you? He just tells me why he doesn't like me. <laughs> well, I, I think he's wrong about your, your arms. I, I think they're wonderful. <laughs> My arms? Like, you know about that? Well, he's he's said it a lot. <laughs> he says that wrong, people? <laughs> I mean, oh I don't... 
What the hell? That guy's such a jackass. He's so mean. He, he, he is, yeah. He, he sucks. Like, he only values, like, goody two-shoes, like, play by the binary, like, break no rules. Well, like... Because I, 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 break, I break rules, Marty. I, I break all, all the rules. <laughs> do, do you, Kenny? Yeah. Uh, see, uh, I, I'll, I'll go down this rope without a harness. Let's see. Oh my god. I'll, I'll do it right now. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm, I'm doing no, it. No, 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 no. I believe you. I believe you. No, please. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. Okay. Brandon, roll, roll steady. <laughs> oh. oh my god. <laughs> That's a ten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so on a ten, yeah. on a ten, you one, you keep your cool, and so you can either ask me a question about the situation, remove a condition, or carry one forward during the scene. Uh, I'm gonna carry one forward. Okay, cool. So you just basically have one forward on on, on everything in this scene, Marty. As you're trying to convince him not to, Kenny just takes a few steps, and Kenny, you are literally balancing without a harness over probably about a fifty foot drop right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> Iris and Kane, you see this immediately as uh, from the bottom. Oh my, oh my God. We, oh my God. Can, can Where did Kenny go? <laughs> no, Kenny, Kenny, stop, stop. I'm Kenny, doing please. it, Iris, I'm doing it. Holy shit, Kenny, come I'm back. I'm so proud. <laughs> Kenny. I'm going to grab Kenny by like the like front of his sweater vest <laughs> and like pull him towards me. Are we, do we, and we get really close? <laughs> <laughs> get really close. <laughs> and I, uh... You just see those arms in all their glory, Brandon. As, as they're, like, holding you, pulling you close. The wind is blowing, like, <laughs> the hair. <laughs> through the hair in my arms. Uh, and I feel I... a cold shiver. And I take a sniff of Kenny, and he smells just so... Normal. Like nothing. <laughs> like if someone could bottle the scent of nothing, they could probably make millions. Oh my god! <laughs> so I, I've never been this close to Marty before, and I see her arms, and I, I, I don't know what to do. She's holding me, and she, I assume, has me by the scruff of the neck, sort of. Uh, and I just go in for a hug. Aww. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I'm used, like, I'm cool with physical contact, Kenny. But, um, this is feeling a little emotionally close for me. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. I let go of the hug. Uh, yeah, for, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no one wants to be close. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, has, Mr. has VP Tanner ever been disappointed in you? Uh, I, I don't think so. Uh, but probably, because... I I failed tests all the time. I I'm dumb as a post. <laughs> this is going really well on Kenny's part. Says to <laughs> I feel like Kate and Iris, you've made it up at this point, or like slow, like just giving a play-by-play -play comment to each other. Yeah. About how this is going right now. <laughs> hey, Eric, is there a yeah. lake below us, like right underneath? Yeah. Yeah. Um, as they're talking, uh, Iris grabs Kane's hand and says, "Hey, wanna do something while they have their moment?" Hey, 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 Marty. Um, are you cool to hang out with Kenny for a little bit? Uh, well, I don't know. What? What do you? What? Do you, why? 
Uh, because uh, I just I uh, I gotta take a whiz. Oh, cool. Mark your territory. And I'm going to go help him. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Guys, college is gonna be so cool. Tell tell you what. Um, let's let's all level with each other. Um. Marty and I were planning on pulling off this legendary prank. It's the one thing she wants to do here, and as her, as her uh, second in command, I, I want to help make that happen. So, do you, do you guys want to help do that too? <gasps> yeah, that sounds like sure. a lot of fun. Yeah. So, in that case, why don't Iris and I do some recon? Because that's what we came up here to do, and uh, we're, we're gonna go down and uh, maybe, maybe we'll go see where Tanner is, and then we'll we'll report back to you, Marty, and uh, let you know uh, maybe a good plan of attack or uh, kind of what he's up to. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan, Kane. That seems so, like, uncharacteristic of you. Well done. I'm really proud of you stepping up to really, like, get involved in this plan. Thanks. Yeah, he's a really good leader. All right. Mm-hmm. I, guess, uh, I guess I can hang out with Kenny for a bit, you know? Yeah, no, even, even for a while, if you want. You know, just, <laughs> just the two of you, and you guys can kind of uh, plan things out. and uh... Or make love. What? <laughs> and I looked at Iris, I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Sometimes just words come out of my mouth and I don't really think about them first. That happens to me sometimes. Oh, Kenny, we're so in sync. Oh, we really are, Iris. Hey, one more number. Pick a number between one and ten before we go. Okay, okay, uh, 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 three. <gasps> I had five, that was only two away. Oh my god, we were so close! <laughs> And then Marty, let's meet back for lunch or dinner, whatever whatever meals, snack, whatever's next. Yeah, sure, uh, sure, sure. Yeah, let's do that. Sweet. And That's he sticks his hand out for fine. a fist bump. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give a really, really, really hard one. <laughs> and, <laughs> I'm gonna say you like, hear Kate's really knuckle, aggressively hard. His knuckle cracks. He's like, ah, oh, yeah, teamwork, great. Ooh. Iris runs up and gives Kenny a hug and says, good luck. Cool. Okay, so because we've kind of subdivided the scene, we're going to cut away for a moment. I do want to come back to it and give each of the halves of the conversation uh, the time that they need. But for now, our camera's going to fade on that scene and open up on Zach and Astrid. So Zach and Astrid, you have signed up for your forest walk and you begin on the initial path. That's very clear. Uh, you know, it's got a lot of shrubs out of the way. It's got this little sign. But as you get deeper and deeper in, you notice the paths get more winding and the canopy blots out the sun. And you even notice from time to time that there are these leaves that these pale pale leaves with these blue veins running through them whoa what do you think's going on with these like trees and shit man um death for sure death so (laughs) marty was telling me that there are death pranks that happen here she saw it in the bathroom Uh, i'm sorry what yes she said something wicked is happening they're death pranks. I just know it. Okay. Um, I think you might have had too much sugar for lunch, but uh, that's cool. You know what? I was actually planning on doing something after. You said you didn't have any talents, but like, uh, let's try something. He's going to take out his guitar. Okay. Just uh, okay. pretend that this is the most precious thing, because I will literally murder you if this breaks. Um... Okay. Not actually literally, just like figuratively literally, you know what I'm saying? Cool. Isn't this the most precious thing in the world? I mean, it's it's pretty okay, yeah. I mean, just a guitar, dude. Don't put any crazy value on it, okay? Cool. Okay, yep, okay. Cool, yeah. 
First okay. rule. Do not get our tears on the stain. That would suck. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I'm, I'm wiping. I'm wiping my tears. I'm wiping my tears. Okay. You know what? Here's a hanky. Just, just get your hand all cleaned up, okay? Oh. Okay. Oh, jeez. Okay. So uh, put your fingers here. Yep. That's the C. Yeah. That's the C chord. Okay. Just strum. Go oh for my it. Gosh, okay. Yeah. I'm strumming. Okay. That was pretty okay. I'd say that wasn't a C chord, but just press down a little harder on those strings. Okay. okay. All right. And I'm playing. Hey, that was a C. You got it. Oh, oh my goodness. I Yes. Good. All right. Next one is the A chord. A chord. Yeah, like an A chord. Okay. You like squirrels. Oh. I do. Okay. Oh yeah. my god. Good. Oh. <laughs> okay. This one's minor. Okay. okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Just okay. play okay. it. Um, and I'm playing. And. Mm. Okay. And yep. Those are the only ones you need, really, for like any song with an acoustic guitar. Just keep switching between the two, and no one's gonna know you can't play guitar. And just because we're talking about acorns, uh, Zach, as you're playing your guitar, the, an acorn actually falls out of the tree and splats right in the middle of you two. And it's odd that it splats, but, you know, you can see that it's actually partially rotted. And what's come out is this pale blue sap looking substance of it. What do you do? Oh, shit. Um, Zach's going to, like, uh, take his two fingers and... Uh rub them around in that weird blue stuff and take his <laughs> okay. name. So very similar to a lot of people in that mess hall, it has this very, it's like this beautiful yummy scent, but it's almost too much. Like it's too much of a good thing. And in this case, Zach, because you touch the sap, you need to roll plus dark for me. Fuck. Negative one to this roll. <laughs> oh, that's an 11. <laughs> you smell it and you almost feel yourself getting like angry for no reason and then you just calm down okay that's uh, that's a weird thing you know I think I got a little baggie here he's gonna take a little baggie of weed and um, put his uh, joints away and just uh, start uh, putting the stuff in the baggie yeah absolutely some of it is also trickling towards you Astrid as he's kind of scooping it up of, of the blue stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the uh, the sap's almost kind of gooing around and starting to kind of make its way towards you. Ooh, I'm just going to get up from this log um, <laughs> because my nude jeans, um, I just, I don't want them to get any blue on them. I mean, you're probably just going to look like you have a stain oh in your pants, gosh. but... Yeah, that would suck. Jeez, oh, yeah. so embarrassing. Oh, I mean, yeah, you're right. Oh, my gosh. I'm embarrassing. Oh my no, goodness. you're not embarrassing. Come on. My bandmate Brian is a fucking tool, okay? As long as you're not some origami fuck, you're fine, okay? <laughs> I am definitely not an origami fuck. Okay, that was really, that was a really long way to say a really easy word. Just, just try it again. Strum and say the word fuck. Okay. Yep. Um, all right. And I'm strumming and fuck. <laughs> and uh, okay. as uh, as her mouth opens, Zach <sighs> is going to uh, hog a glob of that uh, blue shit into her mouth. <gasps> <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
god. You piece of shit. Oh no. Astrid, I need you to roll plus dark for me now. Oh my god. As the tiniest bit of this sap just like hits the inside of your lip just really fast. Oh, I rolled a four. Oh no. You are instantly sent to your darkest <gasps> Oh my god. Fucking kill Zach. So, the unicorn's darkest self is, that is it. Everything falls apart, and you can't hold it together anymore. It's not because everything is too much to bear, just that you aren't good enough. Oh. So beg their forgiveness, everyone you've wronged by seeing by by being too weak to help, to show them how sorry you are in whatever small ways you can muster before the final curtain falls. Don't seek their acceptance. You don't deserve it. You escape your darkest self when someone reflects to you the glimmer of your own self-worth. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, Zach. Can you forgive me for not being able to say fuck? Oh my okay. Wasn't that big of a deal, but I mean... <laughs> Oh my god, I'm such a failure. Oh my god. In her grief, the guitar is going to fall to the ground, and Zach, you hear a crack. <gasps> Zach freezes and looks towards the guitar. I'm so sorry. I'm the worst, and I should just go away and disappear and never come back, because I am nothing, nothing, nothing. Nothing, nothing. Zach turns around, smiling his face, and says, No worries, dude. These things happen. I mean, I'm sure you didn't mean to break my dad's guitar. <gasps> it's, it's probably fine. I mean, you know, it's... These things happen. <laughs> hey, hey, listen. I've just destroyed your relationship between you and your dad. Can you ever <laughs> forgive me? Oh, my gosh. How can I be so selfish? Oh, my goodness. My dad's been dead for years. I probably didn't even need this guitar. <laughs> I've destroyed the memory of your father. Oh my gosh, I've killed your dad. <laughs> you know, I'm feeling pretty, uh, yeah, let's let's leave this forest and we'll just work on the guitar without the talent show. I mean, the talent show without the guitar, that's fine. It's fine. It's all part of the plan. Okay. Um, listen, I'm just gonna get some more of this blue shit, and, uh, I got a fucking idea. Okay? Here, why don't you help me? Make yourself useful. I'm trying, but I'm so useless. I'm sorry. Can you forgive me? Oh, I've already forgiven you. It's all under the bridge. Are you sure? Yep, yep. Everything's just peachy. Okay, okay. I'm okay. So, so as you start to gather this, um, uh, you haven't done anything to get uh, her out of it, so you're still you're still gonna be in your darkest self, Astrid, uh, when we meet back with you. Okay. Wonderful. <laughs> that brings us to let's go to VP Tanner and Egan. So VP Tanner, because you did not go to brunch. As you were searching around, you did find a small kind of wooden shack, and I would suspect that you're probably inquisitive enough to go in and see what's up. Absolutely. See if I can find, like, a, a an open window or something. 
Okay, so Tanner, you make your way into the shack and you see that it looks very normal. It's got all, you know, some rope, it's got a shovel, it's got all of your general maintenance needs, but there's some dust kind of floating in the air and you notice that it seems to be all getting sucked down into these two cracks in the floorboards as if there's uh, some sort of suction or vent or, you know, more negative space pulling it under. What do you do? I, um, I kind of peer a little closer at the floorboards. As you peer into that crack, you see that there is a subfloor, and it is not empty. There is a lot of things in it. It looks almost like a storage unit bursting to the seams. I feel about for the, um, like the hinges of a trapdoor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as soon as you feel, you actually just feel the, the whole floorboard kind of slides out. And Tanner, as you go into this sub-basement, you see it looks like a big pile of junk and old leftover lost and found stuff there's kind of a few school uniform jackets there's some really old lunch boxes there seems to be different bits of homework or assignments scattered around and on top of this pile you can actually see a really old single dusty completely covered in dirt and grime id and but you know everything around you looks like it could be from 60 70 years ago some of it i check the ids on that subject and check for any uh relevant dates uh one one that you do find though near the top of the pile is there is a student id card and it says brian bryant brian bryant what the fuck was wrong with this kid's parents <laughs> And it says that Brian Bryant uh, was a student in 1932. Uh, if I was to take a guess, would this be a former student of St. Lovecraft? So depending on how long you've been there, have you been there ever since then? Uh, since 1932? No, I couldn't get away with that. I hop. Right, right. Okay. I'm actually quite new at St. Lovecraft as well. Most of the ID is faded, so you can't quite see what, what the school is or anything, but you can see his name and his picture very clearly. So you're not you're not entirely sure if he was a student from Lovecraft or not. But when you look, you see that his age, he resembles an average age of your students, you know, 18, 19. An average-looking young man named Brian Bryant, and he doesn't look familiar at all. He actually does look a little familiar. You swear you've seen this bone structure before. You've never seen this exact face, but you've seen, a, like, something. It, it's ringing a bell. Perhaps you a can't... slightly older version of the same face structure, yeah? Maybe. Uh, okay. Is, uh, is this a gaze into the abyss moment? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I rolled seven plus two, so that's a nine. Okay, so seven to nine, you can choose. The visions are confusing and alarming, or they're clear, but you're going to get the condition drained. I'm going to take the alarming option. Thank you. Confusing and alarming. Okay. Confusing and alarming. Absolutely. Awesome. So, you know, I'm just because you're, you're so old, like you, you have this mystical ability, I think, just to kind of like tap into the energy of things that you feel. Absolutely. You get the idea of a kid jumping off the bus who looks like Brian Bryant. He kind of like flips mm -hmm. his hair, uh, throws his like cigarette on the ground out of this very old ass bus mm -hmm. and walks out to the camp. And you see that the camp looks exactly the same. Weather-wise, it's pretty much the exact same day as today in that vision. And you then it rapidly shifts. And what you're seeing is a hollowed out tree. And inside is the visage of the young man that you see in the ID for Brian Bryant. But he has these roots attached to his mouth, these pale blue roots. And they seem to either be feeding or extracting something from him. And as he ages rapidly in front of you and the vision goes away from there, what do you do? I, I puke everywhere. Because, <laughs> uh... Cause that's fucked up. <laughs> I uh, 
I kind of uh, clamor up out of the shed and uh, and back into the daylight. Yeah, you run into Egan as, almost as soon as you get out as if she's looking for you. Hello! I uh, fancy meeting you here. And Egan has actually taken the entire tray that, she, that ha- contains the porridge and everything. You have to smell this. What does this smell like to you? Uh, good question. I, uh, I give it a sniff. <laughs> what is your favorite food? Uh, Tanner's favorite food, uh, believe it or not, is unflavored porridge. It smells exactly like porridge to you. To to be honest, he uh, he preferred uh, cooked meat, uh, but he's uh, he's had to he's had to temper himself off of that for um for about fourteen hundred years. So so uh, yeah, his favorite breakfast right now is unflavored porridge with milk, not water, not a Neanderthal. That's exactly how it smells. I um, I I, I don't get it, Doctor Egan. I. <laughs> what does it smell like to you? I... It smells exactly like it looks like, like porridge. Like porridge. Um, what did you find out? Did you run into uh, Theodore Ricky? There's a, a, unfortunately I didn't, but I I did manage to found, find the uh, the groundskeeper, and oh. I show her Brian Bryant. Suppose you you aged him up uh, 60 years or so. Um, what do you think he'd end up looking like? You're right! It looks exactly like the groundskeeper. That's what I was thinking. Um, there's uh, something afoot here, and I, I open up the shed and show her the gathered remnants in the basement. So, Egan, as you're kind of peering through the window, at least, uh, you start to hear some some shuffling, and uh, you actually see the groundskeeper holding a rake, kind of trying to shake with a shaky hand, putting the key in, in, in the thing and t- turning the door. And I look at him and I say, Brian. He stops for a second, and he looks at you and goes, What did you call me? Does that name sound familiar? I, um, I hand him the ID and I say, any chance that looks familiar? He looks at it and you see that his eyes, like, they look sad as if he wants to cry, but no tears come out. And he just kind of looks back at you and says, the crack in the woods. 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 And you could, like, he's trying to tell you something, but that's all that he can spit out. And, and like, you can even see frustration behind his eyes. But even that, it's almost like every time a, a peak of emotion shows, his eyes go back to, like, almost dead eyes again. And I ask him, Brian, can you point me in the direction of the, the crack in the woods? He points into that kind of big woods area as he just keeps whispering, the, the crack in the woods, don't fall in. Don't fall in the crack in the woods. Don't fall in. Blue and paint, paint and blue. The, the 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 paint is the paint is no no the paint's not blue it's mm. and then he just goes back to deadpan again and then he just goes I'm sorry who are you? I think that's all we're gonna get out of him. I think so. Uh, uh, never mind, Brian. We mistook you for someone else. Uh, go on about your business. And he does exactly that. Confusedly, he turns around and walks away. This is gonna sound strange, Doctor Reagan, but I think something supernatural is afoot. Yes, I had the same feeling too. And please call me Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yes, I like the way you say that. Actually. <laughs> um... <laughs> oh. 
Shall we go check out the crack in the woods? Well, uh, I suppose we should, but best not fall in. Rod has a, uh, you said that you had some sort of, like, wooden case with you? Um, yes, it's just occurred to me. He hasn't really found a place to put it, so I guess he's just carrying it around. Yeah, I was going to ask if you still have it. <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of walks around. I was going to find a place, and then I really got sidetracked. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I'm still, um, I'm still carrying the case, yeah. And I, I, I reach down into the case and grab a couple things, and I, I put them into my breast pocket. Okay, sounds good. And I'm going to suggest getting a, uh, some rope, too. There's an axe there, Tanner, if you want it. That's a fine idea. <laughs> so, you have the axe, the rope, you got everything you need, you got something from the box there as you begin to head out. Oh, and one more thing. Is there any kind of, like, flashlight, or any source of light that yep. we could take yep. to the shed? There's an old lantern. I'll take the axe and the, uh, the shovel. I'll just, uh, throw them over a shoulder. Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll take the lantern and the rope, then. Well, Elizabeth... Yes. Looks like we uh, we have some work to do. Indeed we do, after you. And as you two both set out in the forest, it does not take you long to see this beginning of a fissure or a crack in the forest. And as you head over there, our camera is going to fade on you for a little bit. The camera opens back up on Evelyn and Walter at the archery pit. So you see that some bows have been laid out with a collection of arrows, as well as three hay bales for you to shoot in. What do you do? Uh, as we arrive here, I'm going to use my ability Icebreaker. <laughs> here we go. Okay. Uh, I radiate awkwardness uh, and people don't have to talk around me. So I'm going to roll dark uh, on a 10 and up. I choose two questions for you to blurt out truthful answers to. On a 7 to 9, I choose one question and we both blurt out the answers. So let's do a... It's a 7. Uh, who do you want to make out with? <laughs> Nick. Iris. <laughs> Wait, you you have a thing for Iris? Uh, I I don't. I, I mean, she just seemed really cool with like flowers everywhere, and I don't know. I I really like nature, and she was just. Okay, Walter. I I don't want to burst your bubble, but um, just to just to give you a little bit of information uh i think iris is kind of with kane you know the guy with the, in all the black leather the leather guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> but he was so sweaty and making noise every time he walked <laughs> yeah i, I oh, know he, he definitely didn't dress for the occasion come on I'm, I'm, I'm sorry who's nick Oh, um, he, he's an older student that I met in the library. Um, he invited me to the welcome mixer and we had a really nice chat and we, we almost kissed. You, you almost kissed? Yeah. I mean, we kind of got interrupted or it would have been like an official kiss, but. Well, hey, I mean, hopefully when you get back, you can impress him with some magic and your new leadership skills and uh, follow through on that kiss. <laughs> Um, well, well, I guess we'll see what happens, and who knows, maybe you'll be doing the same thing with yeah. somebody. I mean, I think I'm going to nail the, this archery thing, I'm going to stroll into that dining hall tonight, I'm going to fire some arrows, do some magic, and win some love. There you go! <laughs> the confidence is really impressive! Hey, feels good! Wow, this is the longest conversation I have ever had with someone, this is awesome. <laughs> 
Uh, and with that confidence, I uh, walk up to the bow. I'm going to string an arrow and pull it back, and I'm trying to look really cool, and, and uh, I'm probably sweating a little bit. <laughs> so... I really want this shot to get determined by fate. So we're yeah. going to do, let's just do a single D6 straight up and down roll. All right. Love it. It is going to be a four. Okay, four. So you let that arrow go. Um, your sweatiness, um, it slipped a little bit, so you didn't get a bullseye, but it actually got on like the, the, the second most closest ring. So like, not not bad. Hey, that's great. Hey, hey. You got a knack for this. Like, straighten up a little bit. I uh, maybe push my air back behind my ears for the first time. You can finally see my actual face. Now, what's weird about that is as soon as you shoot it, the arrow goes in the bale, and it actually goes in pretty deep, and it looks like the bale is leaking. Do I notice that too? Yes. All right. Hey, Walter, do you see yeah. that? Yeah, the, I the do. Bale? I hope we didn't break something. I'm going to walk over into it and kind of examine it. Okay, absolutely. So, Walter, as you approach, you see just like the, the porridge that they were serving, but this looks way more concentrated. It's this light blue sappy substance. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. What is it? Remember what Egan was saying at the brunch about that, that fungus stuff? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, hail, uh, hey, it can get moldy. What if it's grown some of that fungus too? Maybe we should grab like a sample of it to bring to your uh, professor friend. Okay, yeah. So like, are you just gonna pull that that arrow out that's yeah. in the bale? Yeah. yeah, awesome. So you pull the barrel out that, that's in the bale, and as soon as that happens, uh, as if you've relieved pressure, the goop squirts on both of your faces. <gasps> just like, blah, right out as you almost relieve the pressure. I want you both to roll dark, please. Uh-oh. <laughs> nine for me. Okay. A nine for me also. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. In game, let's do a roll off. So I want you two to just both roll a d6. Okay. All right. Five. A six. Oh. All right. Oh <laughs> no. So you you make eye contact with each other, and you both feel like instantly queasy. Evelyn, you feel just at the last second that you can kind of swallow it down and you're okay. Walter. Mm. You let out a torrent of vomit. Oh god. <laughs> oh. No. Oh my god, and Walter! You are now in your darkest self. Oh now, no! Here's here's what will be in game. In game, you have to get out of your darkest self in a certain way because you rolled a partial success. It's only gonna be for a little bit. So okay. whereas whereas Astrid has to get out of it the right way, I'm gonna just I'm gonna say and you're out of it. Um, it's almost uh, your effects will be much more temporary if that makes sense. Cool. So you are now in your Sasquatch's darkest self. So, oh boy. the Sasquatch darkest self for our listeners is now, right now, it's time to rain stones down upon the bullies and the uh, excluders. It's time to wreck their precious stuff, to shove them back so hard that they'll never even dream of messing with you or anyone ever, ever again. So, I turn and look at the bow and arrow. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no. And I walk over to it, and I string it over my back, and I take the quiver and put that on my back as well. And I look her in the eye, and in this deep, strong voice, I say, thank you for inspiring me. And then I say, it's time to show Iris what I can really do. What, what are you talking about? 
Oh, no. And I just start beelining it to the high ropes course. She starts chasing after him. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. On that, we're going to go to Iris, Kane, Marty, and Kenny. Marty and Kenny, we're going to go to you first. You're at the top of the high ropes course now, looking down on everything. And you've just been left alone by your by your leaders, in quotation marks. <laughs> Very loose term. So, Kenny. Yeah? You, you wanted to do a prank, right? Yeah, I do. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I think there's no better way than to prank the teachers. You know what, Kenny? I think that's a great idea. I've never done one, so I don't know. So get to the heart of it. It's a yeah. theme with this camp for me, anyway. <laughs> uh, cool. That's that's real fun for you, Kenny. <laughs> cool. um, so, our leaders have left. Uh, Kane and uh, Iris. And they're probably yes. out doing some smoochy smooch love fest thing. Um, yeah, that sounds but... stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Um... So Kenny, hang on. Take, take a look over there. What do you see? Do you see these vines? Uh, yes. And do you see those blue and really, really light flower over there? They're not on the map. Oh, I like blue. <laughs> I've heard this uh, 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 about you. Oh. Um, do you think I'm feeling a little trapped here by, you know, having to stick with our leaders? Well, we can go off, can't we? I think that's a great idea, Kenny. Yeah, yeah, Kenny, Kenny and Marty on an adventure. Okay, um, so let's uh, sneak on, sneak on down or we uh, can just quietly. Glide down. I mean, no one else is watching. You're right. That sounds like a great idea. Let's do it, Kenny. Okay. Okay. We go down the zip line. We're gonna zip line <laughs> toward this uh, big old blue. It's really efficient. We're gonna get there quick. So there's only room for one to hold the railing. So who wants to ride on the back of the other person? <laughs> Kenny, I think uh, you're going to have to ride on the back of me. Um, I got a lot of upper body strength that I, I think you, you seem to be lacking. You know, I'm used to hitting dingers out of you, the park. You have such so. beautifully strong arms, Marty. Thank you for noticing, Kenny. I always notice. Oh. Oh. Uh, okay, um, uh, thanks for that compliment. Um, why don't you hop on? Okay. Um, make sure you're, you got your legs wrapped around me real tight. Oh, I'm holding on for dear life. Oh, gosh, you're choking me a bit. I don't know. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. I can't, no, don't stop. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, are you ready? Do you trust me? In that case, Marty, can you roll turn someone on? I'm assuming you're doing this on purpose. Yes. Yeah, to get them on your side. I am. So yeah, so roll turn someone on. Okay. <laughs> I got 11 and I have a plus oh, two. Oh my oh, god. god. <laughs> Ooh, okay. That's 13 by my count. Boom. So turn someone on to plus 10, take a string against them. Okay, Kenny. So you begin your zipline adventure and you go over a small lake, which is where Iris and Kane headed. Mm-hmm. So you can just see these two figures bobbing in the water there. And when you make it to the other side, you uh, hit the, <laughs> you're in front of this small forest. Um, and yeah, so you're looking around. Uh, what do you want to do while you're here? I think I saw the flowers over here. Yeah, they're definitely this way. Hang on. Yeah, they're this way. I can just... 
tell. You find a collection of these flowers, Marty, and just like the rest of them, they're this pale with blue veins running through. Oh my god, blue flowers! Iris will love these! <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna pick some of the flowers. But I apologize oh. to the flowers because I know they can talk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So as you pick some of the flowers, um, one of them actually, like, you realize that uh, they're soft, like, really soft. Like, it's like you touch them and your body temperature, like, melts the flower a little bit. And the flower actually starts to kind of dissolve in your hand, Kenny, and you feel like it's, like, goopy, like there's some goop in your hand. Oh. And you look and your hand is pasty and white and, and goopy. And then I need you to roll plus dark for me. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use my forward on this as well. Cool. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And I get a plus one to dark. I got a six plus two is eight. Okay. So we're going to do something uh, similar. Um, with, with the goop on your hand, you all of a sudden feel strange. And it al- you almost get the feeling that it's like sapping into your skin and you too will slip into your darkest self. Oh yeah. <laughs> so the neighbor's darkest self is, you feel, you feel like a monster. What kind of monster do you feel like? A werewolf, a vampire, a ghost, a queen. It can be anything that you want. So Brandon, do you want to tell everyone what your uh, <laughs> darkest self is? My darkest self is a ghoul. Yeah. <laughs> I get insatiably hungry, and I now need to feed on meat. Lots and lots of meat. Oh my god. Amazing. So I start breathing very heavily, and I I feel the sap on my hands, and I I look over at Marty, and I go, Kenny, you feeling okay? You got some allergies? You're kind of like huffing a bit, like... Do you need your puffer? I know, like... Not today, Marty. No, no, not today. Not today. Today, I I need something different. I need uh, a little iron. I need... Uh, oh, I've got, I've got like, those supplements in my, in, my pa- in my pack, if you need. I don't, I don't think those will do. Are you anemic? Like, low iron? A little bit. A little, a little, a little bit, but I, 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 I probably need to go. Uh, do you want to... Uh, uh, I'm going to go. Uh, and I run off into the forest. She <laughs> <laughs> just run off into the forest. <laughs> so, Marty, how about you? What are you going to do with these flowers? Um, well, I saw how they gooped all over uh, yes. Kenny, and I'm like, not about it. Um, so I'm going to take my baseball mitt, and I'm just going to, like, scoop up a whole bunch of these flowers, because I'm like, they gooped like that. You know what's going to be fucking awesome? I'm gonna get Tanner with this goop publicly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Like he's always primly dressed. I'm really gonna fuck that guy up. Oh, he's gonna be so gooped. So you, uh, yeah, as soon as you put them in the baseball glove, they're okay. They stay totally intact. Great. All right. So with with that being said, let's jump to Kane and Iris. So Kane and Iris, you've just gotten down to the bottom of the body of water. Yeah, and I assume like we're already just like swimming at this point, just kind of like, enjoying the moment with each other. And they go overhead on the zipline, and Kane says, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> Not really caring at all. Iris didn't even notice. <laughs> 
Are either of you wearing clothes? Oh, like, no, I was naked. Out, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, naked. <laughs> and she, like, swims up really close to him, and she says, so this is kind of like human camp. It's kind of really uh, a, a good human experience. What would two lovers do at camp right now? Oh, I, uh, I guess if two campers are skinny dipping in the lake, then there's only really one thing to do. Hmm. And I assume, I don't know, I assume they just start, like, he just puts the moves on her. (laughs) Yeah, totally. You start commencing in some wicked foreplay. Yay. I beat the the moss. (laughs) Which means uh, my dark power gets a string on you, Iris, my new one. (laughs) Oh, yay. (laughs) So for once at this camping trip, everything seems to be going right as you two have the entire lake to yourself. And... I'm going to use Hidden in the Scenery now. Oh, God! (laughs) (laughs) All right, can you roll plus dark for me, Walter? Yes, I can. I was so hoping this would happen. That is an 11. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm going to do you even one better. You are literally in the water. And they they have... No idea you are in the water with them. You you have like a lily pad like over your head, so you can just like pop it with your eyes, and you can look and you can duck down again. Uh, so Walter, what do you want to do with this? I'm gonna rise out of the water right behind Kane, oh <laughs> staring at Iris with a bow and oh arrow, and I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna look Iris in the eyes, and I'm gonna say, I know you don't know me. But witness me! <laughs> and, uh, and I pull my bow and arrow, and I uh, pull out an arrow, and I aim it right at Kane. Hi everyone, Eric, your MC here, to remind you that if you would like to listen to part two and part three of our secret arc leadership then please visit our website at www.talltaletheater.com slash the Fantasy Fantasia podcast. There you will be able to purchase both episodes, both for only $3. Once again, that's www.talltaletheater.com slash the Fantasy Fantasia podcast. Thank you so much, everyone. And we look forward to having you back on Leadership. Hey there. Thanks for listening. Tall Tale Theater Collective is proud to announce that we are expanding our podcast network to now feature two programs. We will continue to present our horror series, Night Terrors. Welcome to a world of thrills, threats, and terrors. Night Terrors is an anthology radio play podcast that will bring you face to face with your nightmares. Come listen, if you dare. Introducing our newest program, Fantasy Fantasia, which includes two RPG podcast campaigns. The first is Dungeons & Dragons, Legend of the Silver Flame. Experience laughs, suspense, and triumph with a motley crew of adventurers who could be the last hope against great evil, long thought to be vanquished. The second is Monster Hearts, Undergrad, Follow the tale of romance, mystery, desire, and murder as an unlikely bunch of mostly pubescent monsters navigate their social, academic, and supernatural lives at Oakhurst College. Listeners even get the chance to weigh in on the action of both campaigns. 
For more, visit our website at www.talltaletheater.com. Tall Tale Theater Collective, grow with us.